You shake my bones and you rattle my balls. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so fucking pumped. I'm like, yeah, bitch. Fuck I will. You, I will. Like. I will do that. I just pretended that was Brian Deegan. Yeah. With his girlfriend that looks like she gets railed by five Tennessee police officers. <laughs> choo choo. <laughs> it's just a non-stop cyclone of just holy shit. Yeah. Welcome to row one, seat one. Oh, oh yeah. Oh boy. What the hell is going on? With that? Wow. What the fuck? No, leave it. Leave it in. Um. Sounds cool. Hang on. This is it's arena mode. Arena mode. And now. Hold on. All right, how's that? That's better. No, I like arena mode. Yeah, everything was a major. You like arena mode better? I don't know if I liked arena mode that much. (laughs) I see. This is what happens. This is why I hate software updates. Every every single time I do a software update, some bullshit fucking like rears its ugly head, and it's like, yeah, resets some default. Yeah, it's like resets. Yeah, it's some bullshit. I'm just like, uh, we know what's better for you. Take this update. uh, Yeah. Why are it's you like, doing no, this? It's like everything I had was working perfectly fine, and then you came along and I fucked see it you all had seventy six right. hours using this app. We're gonna delete that app, and we're gonna yeah. give you this new version. And we're gonna give you this new version because trust us, it's better. Uh, Joey Fats Radio, roll one seat one. Thank you all for joining us live on one the only the New Bedford Guide. It's another fantastic Tuesday night. It's the last Tuesday of June. July is upon us, which means we are only two months away from the month of the gods. Yeah. which is also known as September, which is also known as football season. We will get into the NFL tonight. We got a little bit of that. We got a little bit of MLB. We got a little bit of, we got kind of a little bit of everything tonight. Uh, 774-992-8702. That's the phone number if you want to give us a call and get your thoughts and prayers in tonight on this glorious Tuesday evening. Thoughts and prayers out for the uh, five that were lost on the Titans of Merciful. Yeah. Thoughts and prayers. It's a rough hit. Thoughts and prayers. But mostly memes. What a dramatic, drastic turnaround (laughs) of a story from they're alive, we can hear them knocking, to they didn't even know it was coming. Nope. (laughs) They were dead within .2 minutes. The U.S. Navy was like, what are you talking about? They've been dead since Sunday. And the the Biden administration was like, shh, 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 <laughs> they found out we took thirty million from the Chinese. Like shut I, the fuck up. I do, can't, do, do something. I can't believe like the amount of shit that has come out. I, like I don't even know what's 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 believable. At this I, point. I just love like the like the, it was like what was the, the uh, like the J P Morgan or the Morgan Stanley? What was it? The emails, the forty seven emails, forty seven million emails that were deleted. Just like oops. Oh, that was not an accident. Uh, it was J P Morgan. It was J P Morgan. Yeah, trust me, I know. And then it got deleted, and they're like. What happened? Yeah. yeah. Nobody. All of a sudden, they're like, that one guy's fired. It was him. And yeah. Just like, like, fuck this guy. He fucking did it. This asshole. Are you kidding me? Forty-seven million subpoenaed emails, and you deleted that shit. Get out. He's right. like, well, and, and the guy's like, but I didn't. And they're just like, shh. Like, I'm not even mad. I'm disappointed. He's like, yep, you're right. I'm sorry. Bye. Uh, what I'm about? So sorry. Okay, bye, guys. Did you see like something similar happen where a dis- meanwhile a- he's walking out with like forty million dollars in severance? Yeah, no like, <laughs> this uh, this company that makes vaccines and like does all this medical research and like decent medical research, not this new bullshit, right? They had a disgruntled janitor say, "Fuck this place," pulled the plug, wiped out thirty years of medical research and history. Mm. 
And then the company is like, it's over. Like, we're done for. It's like, you didn't have a backup generator? Right? Know, Nothing? Right? It's like that's, one one guy could literally pull company. a plug and just sink your company? Like, that seems This guy little... making $18 an hour is like, I want eighteen oh five. They're like, fuck you. Yep. <laughs> he just Sink's destroys the, the yeah. company. Wow, All right, well, I got, something for, I got something for your ass. That's crazy. <laughs> Fucking wild. <laughs> Uh, but we got a lot to get into tonight. We'll get into uh, we got we get a little bit of uh, we'll, we'll get into a little bit of weightlifting talk, some powerlifting talk. We'll get into the NBA. We'll get into the NFL. We've got MLB. We've got motorsports for sure. I mean, motorsports right now. Formula NASCAR, India are in full swing. Uh, came close again on my bets this week. Didn't didn't land any big fish, but came close. Um, I think I got to start betting like top five. Did you finishes. bet that, that Broncos one I sent you? It was on FanDuel. I didn't even see it, no. It was like over under eight and a half games. Oh, that was a bet? Yeah. Oh, no, I didn't I didn't bet on that. I'll take that. I think it's still on there. Yeah, send it to me again because I'll definitely take the over on that. That's the easiest over ever. Can't believe that's even a thing. But uh, I was kind of surprised. I was like, do they know who the coach is at this point? I'm like, the, Sean, Mc, Sean Payton is not a below 500 coach. Right. Not typically. Not typically. And... Uh, We'll, we'll, we'll get into a little bit of that because for whatever reason, the Broncos have been like, every time I turn on an NFL network, I feel like it's the Broncos are on, which, you know, 10 years ago, I'd have been fucking stoked. Well, this but week now was, I'm like, yeah, whatever. This week it was like, <laughs> yeah. Melvin Gordon says everyone's brain dead. And it's like, come on. Oh, yeah. Melvin well, Melvin Gordon's yeah. pitching because he's like, oh, the union's going to do something about running backs in their contracts. It's the worst position to play in the NFL right now. It's don't like fucking play it. Yeah. Then. It's like, then go be a DB, bro. Like, yeah. I don't know what to tell you. They don't use me enough. But don't use me too much because I want to stick around and make more money than fucking yeah, know, quarterbacks don't, do. Right, exactly. It's like, don't use me. You use don't me. use me in this system because I might get hurt. You know what I'm saying? I'm better but, in this but, system. But pay me. More. But pay me more yeah. because, you know. I don't get right I deserve it. these days. I, it's, it it's, dropped it's, from plus 160 to 106 now, but it's still plus 106. Hmm, not bad. I can make some money off of that. Mm. Throw a bean down on that. There you go. A little bean ski broski. I just sent it. Uh. Let's uh, so we'll 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 get into the uh, we'll get into the the sports stuff in a minute. But I just wanted to acknowledge because we didn't talk about it last week. Obviously, we didn't have a show last week. Um, but goddamn, dude, did the submarine memes go hard in the paint? Yeah, it was pretty funny to see. Like the, I uh, felt the two sides. I felt kind of bad at the end. Like a lot of this shit was hysterical. Like I, I didn't feel so bad much- at all. A bunch of billionaires cheap the fuck out on like diving to four thousand feet. No, I don't feel bad for you. Yeah, well, the sorry, ni- the nineteen year old, you're, a- you're just an asshole. The nineteen year old, I do feel bad for because he was like, I really don't want to go, and the father was like, It's Father's Day. I feel bad. Like, right. I, I do feel bad right. for the. I do feel bad for the nineteen year old, but like, about it. but also, listen, dude, you're not the first person to suffer because your dad's a dick. So, I, but there were so many. There were so sorry. many memes, and every time I would laugh at one. Like, my subconscious, like, 30 seconds later, would be like, you know, this is just wrong, That's right? Fun, it's like, yeah. damn. Right. But I mean, like. I love the ones where, um, not to cut you off, but the ones that, like, the deep sea creatures uh, like that are used to, like, living in darkness. And all of a sudden, it plays, like, you see a light go flashing by, and it's playing, like, some Spanish music. Like, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that TikTok fucking, that TikTok meme was great. Yeah. Uh, there was a lot, of, there was a lot of good ones. Uh, this one, hold on. Let's see if I can pull it up, uh, and I'll put it up in the chat. Um, right. That dude jumped multiple hurdles to like just launch this sub without with like mad people telling him like yo dude this shit's not safe the guy they hired to do safety four years ago was like there's so many red flags he's like it's actually like he's like this is like totally yeah, unsafe did they fire him and they're him? like you're all done here yeah. yeah they're like you're fired yeah and then the, the week before 
There's a guy on YouTube that just posted his video. He went the week before, and as they were descending, uh, he has the whole video up as if his experience, and they had to cancel the trip like halfway through because it yeah. started leaking or some shit Made like that. Made bad noises and shit. Yeah, so they're like, oh, we got to abort mission. Like, it's not safe, and he's like, all right, whatever. He put his video up. Everyone was like, you could have been dead. And he's like, well, yeah, that's why I put the video up. Like, it's crazy that, that right, this could have right. happened. Yeah, it's kind of nuts. The guy who made The Simpsons was on it last year. He was the he was the last he was the last successful mission, and he was like, I was down there, and he goes he goes you know he goes when you're down there and you're that deep, and he goes you can hear the ocean gate like crushing as you're going down. Right. And he's like, it's very it goes it was very unsettling, but he goes you know we were safe, and so I I just assumed like oh I don't know what I'm talking about, but he goes it was like you can hear it as he was attending going. Yeah, like, that's crazy. crushing under the pressure of like, and they, I guess they never changed out the parts. Like they did like safety protocols, but like he's like, oh, I have seven inch thick, um, plexiglass, and then he goes, I know when we get down to the Titanic, that seven inch plexiglass moves in by three quarters of an inch. You know how difficult it is to wow. move three quarters of an inch of plexiglass just by seven inches thick. Seven inches thick and move it in by almost a whole inch. Yeah. And he's just like, yeah, it's fine. It's plexiglass. It's um carbon fiber and steel. It's like, bro. Like, yeah. I got these pieces from Camping World and all this. Other the yeah, and, and the Logitech like, controller uh, is just like the t- like the icing on the cake. Yeah. This is probably my favorite meme of the whole fucking week. I mean, not my favorite, but it was one of. What is that? Um, this one. This is that. Um, is that Kim Jong Un? No, that ham planet that was like the the big. The humongous broad that was like, I can't believe it that all these guys at the club don't love me because. Oh I'm... Yeah, yeah. And then she was like, If your height starts to the five, don't even talk to me. Yeah, Gorlack the destroyer. Yeah, Gorlack. Yeah, the, yeah, yeah. Gorlack oh, the destroyer. Like, oh my god. Clearly, that's why the sub went down. I mean, obviously, <laughs> this fucking hand planet just brought it into its gravitational pull and was right. like, Gorlack feed. Yep. And they didn't I even know. And what then, would be a worse? What What would you What would you rather have? How would you What would you rather do? Have sex with Gorlack the Destroyer, or get killed in that so shitty submersible? Jesus, I guess I'm going out like a fucking steam jet through a tiny hole. <laughs> I don't know. I think I'm still going death by snoo snoo. I I I couldn't do. I don't do the. I don't do water shit. So you already know my answer, unfortunately. Which I don't, I'm not. I'm not gonna say out loud. Sean doesn't. Sean doesn't do the ocean. I don't fucking do the ocean. And when shit like this happens, I'm like looking at my wife. Like this is why I don't do shit. Like well, I Paul's do the same way. Like we'll go snorkeling, and Paul's like, "Why are you snorkeling? You you going swimming?" He goes, "You don't know what the fuck is in there." And I'm like, "Dude, come on!" I I'm don't. Like, Who cares? And I'm like, you know. And then you find like you read these stories. You're like, "Oh, this man was attacked by a 20 foot great white shark in four feet of water." And you're like, "What?" Exactly. How? Yeah. And and they're like, oh, this nursing shark, which never has a history of attacking people, brutally mutated this man. And I'm like, yeah. what? I was reading up a thing about these people who went to like Hawaii and they were on one of those big group snorkeling trips. And they said, you know, there was like 25 people. Unfortunately, only 24 came back. It was like, I can't, the guy was like, I witnessed it. It was just as gruesome as you think it would be. You yeah. Know what I mean? Like as fucked up as you think it would be. I love how like, the guy was just casual about it. Yeah. Well, it was, I was well, he's reading dead. It. Well, I was reading the eyewitness account from like on like one of, whatever this article was about like shark Listen, man, we, we, like, I went fishing like what, two summers ago now? Yeah, not this past summer, but the summer before. And we caught like a, like a 300 pound like blue shark on a spin reel. And like we were just like fucking around, like we didn't mean to catch it, but it just it grabbed the bait. And when you're out in the ocean that far, like we were going for tuna, and when you're out that far, like there's a lot of shit that lives out there. There's a lot of life, and you really can't dictate what's gonna bite your 
hook or not. Right. So we got this fucking blue shark, right? And we got it up to the boat, and I slapped it in the face. And I was like, I slap you. <laughs> and then, like, I tried to, like, grab it by the tail to see if I could, like, kind of, like, lift it up out of the water for, like, a picture. And, dude, let me, let me tell you, that thing, like, flicked me off of it like I didn't even exist. Now, I'm not a small person stature-wise by any measure. Like, I... I'm six foot three, three hundred and ten pounds. I'm an avid weightlifter. Like I have strength. I know I'm stronger than the average bear. Let's put it that way. And this thing just like tossed me off of it, like like I didn't even exist. It was just like, excuse me, sir, can you please fuck off? And I was like, uh, yeah, excuse, sorry, Mister Sharky boy. Uh, go ahead and feel free to swim away now. <laughs> like I was like, I don't, I don't want to say I was amazed, but I was reminded of the power. In of nature, the ocean. of like, you know, because like we measure all of our power, like, you know, like, oh, how much do you bench? How much do you squat? What can you dead? Right. They don't have that shit in the ocean. They're like, how long can you stay alive? That's how they measure how strong you are. And you're like, oh, yeah, it's a different it's a different breed, man. It's a different way of doing things. When I was fully into the story, when they heard the knocking, which everyone's like, what was the knocking aliens? I'm like, Jesus Christ. Right. Like, the knocking stuff gets me because you see, like, conspiracy theories now of, like, who's knocking? Right. Was yeah, Titanic right. knocking? Yeah, it was once every 30 minutes. <laughs> um, But that made sense because the, the former French Navy guy, all right, all that made sense. I loved how they brought a real NASA guy in. And they asked this old NASA guy, and he's like, you realize, like, when I started with NASA, NASA was a deep water exploring nonprofit. That's how we started. He goes, we realized it was easier to search space than our own oceans. He goes, that's why we got into space because it was so difficult to navigate our own oceans. And this was like an actual NASA guy who's been retired from NASA. And he's like, that's this is the truth of the matter. And he goes, what happened was, he goes, imagine they were going to rocket a private ship around the moon for a tour. And he goes, there it goes. It goes around the moon and then it just stops. And he goes, that's the same thing if those people were in the ocean. He goes, that's why I have 0% chance if they were alive and we couldn't do anything. They would just basically... Yeah, they were screwed. Yeah, whether they, were, whether they were alive or not, they were running out of oxygen. It didn't matter. But, like, the whole story was funny because, like, you know, like, Sunday night, you're like, you know, every, like, news channel Monday morning's got, like, the oxygen countdown. Like, oh, this is how much time they have left. And it's like, meanwhile, the U.S. Navy's like. Yeah, we heard that shit explode. Yeah, that shit exploded. We weren't exploded. even trying to hear it. We weren't we even it. trying to hear that. Like, why did James Cameron, of all fucking people, Sean's favorite oh, person hate, in Hollywood. And this guy, they interviewed this piece of shit. I'm going to go on a rant. <laughs> They have to be this fucking piece of shit. This guy's like, oh, I have seven Avatar movies coming out over the course of 26 years. I'm like, dude, kill yourself, all right? No one wants to see these fucking movies anymore either. James Cameron's like, oh, they should have just asked me. I knew they were all dead immediately. Like, James Cameron, fuck you. I wish the Ocean Gate, you were on it when you were exploring the Titanic, and it just crushed you live when you were filming the, the, I love the all the I love all the people that are trying to book, like, trips on Ocean Gate submersibles for, like, their, their like, baby daddies and baby mamas and, like, exes and shit. Oh, now. it's so funny. Because I, I, people try to be, like, so, like, comical now. Like, oh, I booked something for you for your anniversary. I don't know why yeah. Kermit the Frog but <laughs> Kermit the Frog here. Uh, bitch. Are people actually fucking you. doing that? Yeah, yeah. yeah because, the, the, I mean, the It's point, fucking stupid, but you, know, I you think get the point. I think the website's down now. It's a really expensive joke. <laughs> yeah, but they were like, they were like, oh, here's the website. I booked you a very one-way trip. Right. It's like, oh, so funny. You get it? Because you're not going to make it. Right, right. That's so fucking unoriginal. I hate, it's I so hate, funny because you're gonna die. Ha 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 ha. I guess I know what I'm Speaking of dead, Graham and Durant in the chat. Then. Fucking R.I.P. Ryan Mallet drowned in the ocean today. Yeah, yeah another. Holy fuck shit! Around. Listen, people don't understand. The ocean is not a fucking thing to fuck with, man. 
Like, you, like, listen, I'm, I'm not saying like I'm some advanced semen uh, no, or anything like uh, that. Seologist, yeah. as Rick Ross put it. A seologist. A seologist. I, like, oh, I, know, I know everybody in the last uh, seven days has become experts on the ocean and everything about the ocean and everything and so on and so forth, and especially yeah. submersibles and the Titanic. Like, I think everybody now knows that the Titanic is like, you know, whatever. What is it? Four, four, four miles down. 12,500 feet. 4,000 meters. Yeah, so 12, so what, two and a half miles down is Some the, shit. So it's two and a half miles below the ocean surface. And everybody knows that at th- whatever, 3,500 feet down, uh, the water will come rushing in at the speed of 1,500 miles an hour and create a f- so much friction that it'll the, the air heats to the surface of the sun and everybody dies instantly. And it takes, you know, four milliseconds for your brain to register pain in the body. And it only took two milliseconds for those guys to die in that sub. So they really had no fucking idea. Um, but anyway, okay, we all know everybody's an expert now, right? Yes. Everybody's yeah, oh an yeah. expert. I'm not going to lie. I went down some fucking rabbit holes because... Oh, if you did it... Right down to the neuroscience of your body on how fast your pain receptors <laughs> yeah. <work>. yeah, Seriously. Because <laughs> I was like sitting there and I'm like, wait a minute. I'm like, it creates an explosion underwater. I'm yes. like, yes. how does this work? And I'm like, I was having such a hard time wrapping my head around like what actually happened to this thing. At the at one o'clock in the morning, I felt like Stephen Hawking sitting in my couch at home like, <laughs> like just being like this. Okay, so the surface of the sun, but the millisecond... Your eyes wouldn't even understand what you were seeing before you were dead. No, because the the way, <laughs> it, it, it's faster than your your brain yes. registers what your eyes yes. are seeing. Yes. Yeah. I like I was I was watching it was just and I'm black, like all of a I think I was more I think I was more like yeah. floored to find out like be reminded that like the the surface of the sun is only ten thousand degrees, which I think is wrong. I which I feel I like I'm nothing like, about it's space. Gotta be hotter it, than that, right? Yeah, it does. Isn't it? Dude, they have so sure dude the solar flares are like millions of degrees. The, the, yeah. and they, they talk about oh one day I, a solar flare is going to wipe out much, the sun. Look at look at Google the surface of the sun. Hey Siri, fuck, Siri. I'm I got I got the video. This lazy bitch. This lazy bitch. I can't. Sir. Stand I turn mine off. My shit. I don't like when it. Listens. I, don't, I don't know what five seventy. I don't know what five thousand seven hundred seventy two Kelvin is in degrees. Dude, that's fucking more than ten thousand. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like. The, the, I really just feel just like they were. Just type that in and type. No, degrees. I got it. I'm doing it in Fahrenheit. I'm already converting it. Oh, that's what I'm saying. Just type that in and then hit. There degrees. ain't no fucking way. It says ten thousand three hundred. Really? Yeah, that seems way too weak. This says ninety nine hundred thirty. I don't know. I just feel like that's way too low. I feel like we're. I feel like we're lowballing the sun here. Yeah. I don't know. Are we like? Are we fucking the sun? Are we like jipping the sun here? Or are we just We're like underestimating how hot ten thousand degrees is? I feel like Arizona gets to ten thousand. I know, right? Well, I, I mean, know. like, let's think about it. Like, if Arizona gets to one hundred and fifteen degrees, or hundred, let's say it's one hundred and fifty, one hundred and thirty degrees in Death Valley, right? That's like a normal summer day out yeah, there. Yeah, that's blazing hot. Yeah. That's enough to like end life. The pavement gets up to like. So, but we're talking about maybe the sun. Ten, maybe ten thousand degrees. Maybe we're not giving ten thousand degrees. That's what I'm saying. The, the proper props. credit. Yeah, that's what I'm trying like, to get at. Because like we fuck around, like you know, I mean, like my pizza oven gets up to nine hundred degrees. Right. You know what I mean? My little so you uni, put like ten of those. My together, little uni pizza oven. What's like, like a kiln get up to that you're melting like steel? Or like that's whatever, what I'm saying. Like, like it's gonna get hotter. It's like gonna get hotter. Right. Made, when I made glass, it was two thousand degrees. When did you make glass? I made um drinking mugs in Providence out of blown glass. 
and when you pull the glass out of the big ass furnace, it's a pool of glass. Are you a fucking blacksmith? What, what is this? I did it. We, I did it with. Yeah, he's gonna make a TikTok. He's gonna grow a beard. No, he's, and he's gonna talk in an Irish accent. Yeah, and say, "Oh, I blow the like glass now." Scoop. You pull yeah, it out, and it yeah. comes out, and you twist, and all that. that is this shit. recently? Eh, like last December. So like six months ago. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like, like thought, that yeah, asshole wannabe Viking dude that makes like those like intricate doors. Yeah. On TikTok, I don't know, fuck I've that never guy. Seen that guy. But yeah, no, it was sick. He's that, really that talented. Was about but fuck 2,000 him. degrees, and that shit was hot as fuck. I mean, just looking at it, it like. It fucks your vision up, almost like you're like stared too long at like a TV screen with static. Well, that's why they have you like those blast saying? shields like, on. Yeah, well, no, we didn't. We were just like, yeah, whatever. Yeah. This guy is freewheeling a dealer, baby. This guy's like Trump staring at the eclipse. Yeah. He's like, I don't need glasses. Yeah, just look right. Because at they it. told him he didn't need the glasses, and he didn't need them for that one. In particular. I don't care if they told him that or not. It was fucking hilarious. It right. was a lunar eclipse. Everybody was wearing sunglasses. He's like, I don't need that shit. <laughs> and just stares at it. Somebody just told him that. The God, em- the God Emperor was just like, I got this. I don't need your bitch ass glasses. Yeah. Uh, anyway, but yeah, that. So what were we, what were we say? Oh yeah, Ocean so, Gate. Ocean Gate. The whole right, fucking. We're not giving the degrees in which these people evaporated. Yeah, because like the way that these people died. Horrible. Is it not even? Is it horrible? I mean, it sounds like the quickest, painless, most painless way you can go. The only thing that's horrible about this. You're situation. right. I guess. Okay, wait. Hold on. Before you get to your point, right. I guess. Would you rather die being eviscerated without knowing it, or would you rather... Would you rather die by Snoo Snoo from Gorlack no. the Destroyer? No. No, this is a serious one. Yeah, this is real serious. Would you rather be eviscerated... Who said I was kidding? Oh. Oh, would you rather be eviscerated, or would you rather um, choke to death with no air? Oh, eviscerated. Definitely. Oh, just all of a sudden it's black, like nothing, like you're just sleeping? Yeah, I'm taking that, dude. I'm you're not sleeping. choke to death and be like... Ugh. I'd be staring at my brother like, while he's yeah, like, whoa, like, still eating. <laughs> like, yeah, like imagine, like imagine, like imagine, like choking to death with no oxygen, and then looking at your dad and being like, "Fuck you, you made me come down on this fucking bitch." Yeah, you're an <laughs> asshole, and like you're on the bottom of the ocean, like just waiting to die because you're running I, out of air. Yeah, but I wonder if, like, at that point, they knew they were gonna die. That if they would be like, "Well, I'll just kill the other four well, people." Well, the story. So the story goes. Apparently, there's rumors out there, and again, I don't know how true this is because yeah. everything's conflicting and everything's like there's ten million different stories. But apparently, right before they lost comms with the surface, the last thing they said was they were dropping the ballast and they were coming back. They were going to resurface. And then they lost comms. So I don't know if they dropped the ballast or if the the thing. Like, maybe they did have an inkling. Mm. Like, imagine that. They were like, oh, shit. Something's really fucking wrong here. Like, we got to get back to the top. Like, what if, like, something was like they could, like, like see, like, they could see the louder. inside of it, like, starting to buckle. And then all of a sudden, it was just like, Wadash. And then they were like, "Ah, oh, no, that's not good." Like, and then I'm like, "But that would be the worst because, like, the the horror of knowing, like, it's imminent, it's coming." Right oh now. fuck! Like, where this is the end of my life. I am literally about to die, and I don't even uh, like mid sentence. I like think. That. I think mid thought. You're just cool. Gone. Yeah, I think gone. the owner of Ocean Gate probably knew more than the passengers because he's probably not talking about everything except the way. He has an Xbox controller in his hand going. Logitech. I would rather Logitech. have an Xbox controller. Yeah, Logitech. Hey, fuck you. Logitech's great. But he bought three uh, of Logitech them. Logitech cameras. I got a that Logitech G9. What I'm listen, saying is. I got a Logitech it, steering wheel, okay? Yes, but that I, is. Listen, I've won, I've, won, I've, won some, I've won some races. On, right. Okay. Right, on three of them. You know? On three. Yeah. With, I, I, and he brought extra batteries. Logitech right. equipment has gotten me to victory lane I'm more than a few they times now. Good stuff. Okay. I'm just saying his shit was on Roll the Roll one, seat one racing. Okay. Right there on the screen. Got to shout out the sponsors, Paul. You know? 
Uh, no, I'm good right now. Um, but no, I don't. I I would wonder. Like, I have to wonder, in all seriousness, if like there was like because if it, if there was any kind of inkling or like any kind of like precursor or like warning that like hey shit's about to go fucking tits up. Oh, I think there. Was. That would make it way worse. I think it. I think that this is just me being a pessimist. I think the Ocean Gate owner knew. Because I heard the same thing as you. They get all the way down there, and they're like, oh, we're coming back up. I think he knew, like, something's not right. we got to get back to the top, and we're going to come back. And they're just like that. It was just gone. So I was watching this. I watched this 26-minute YouTube video about this kid who's a YouTube, like, star or whatever and had gone on the Ocean Gate Yeah, that's what I was just talking excursion. about. The the show. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Like, all right. What the hell happened? Joey Fats Radio, row one, seat one. Yo. Yo, yo, yo. What it's, up, Durant? Ocean Gate talk only. <laughs> What's We're talking about submarines. Oh. Are you an expert on submarines after this past seven days? Because if you're not, well, then. Well, what do you guys think of this? Uh, what do you think about it like being a hoax? Like, who's what? to say they even sent those oh. guys down there? Well, that, that, that's, that was, I'm glad you said that because that was me and Paul were talking about that earlier today. Those video. There's no I video mean, of them getting on the sub. That little getting that girl getting sent down. Because if you don't got me that, then no, there's no video. Yeah, there's a girl that took pictures of and the submarine like going down. Have, no, uh, not of this expedition. Are you sure? I'm positive. There's no video of this of those five people. That she posted. She happened to post <clears throat> her experience the same day that last one went down. You know what I mean? That's like, isn't that convenient? The kid, the YouTuber? No, the girl. What girl? There was no girl. There's a girl photographer on TikTok, and she took pictures of the day. Of the Ocean Gate thing going down, she doesn't. She doesn't show the actual sure? cast. Okay. She show the we, people, but yeah, it's actually right. of the Ocean Gate going into the water. Yeah, but that you don't know who's there. there could be nobody in there. Yeah, it could be John Travolta. We have no idea. Yeah. Well, that's, that's my thing. You know, it'd be a perfect cover up. Uh, well, you know, I, I, when, when, well, because Paul will explain like it when Paul gets back from grabbing his drink or whatever he's doing. He'll explain it because apparently the like three of the five guys on there, not the owner and the son, but uh, Paul. You got to explain this. Uh, you got to explain this to me and Durant and, and Sean and the listeners. What was the conspiracy theory that was going into? Can you turn the light back on that you just stepped on the cord for? Oh, you unplugged it. Be careful. It's right there. No, it's loose. It's loose. Yeah, plug that back in. We don't need any access. Don't, don't get electrocuted. You have something wet in your hands. Um, explain, Paul, the connections uh, that those guys had. With like the the that the, were under investigation or whatever because there's no video of them getting in the sub, right? Yeah, one of the guys was um the Indian guy, is the manufacturer of all the chemicals that got um that cyanide shit that leaked all over the place in Pennsylvania. That was one of the conspiracies that he's being sued or some shit or they're coming out in legal actions and blah 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 because all the safety protocols and shit, and that he faked his own death. And the other guy, I can't exactly remember what the hell he was linked to, but they had a couple things on these guys, except for, like, the owner. He was just a complete dumbass from what I understand. <laughs> he was just an asshole I'd have to, Yeah, I kind of brushed Smartest by Smartest guy it. in the room. I, exa- I, I kind of brushed by it. I didn't exactly, like, dive into it or, like, go on any, like... Oh, Jesus Christ, you made it sound like you were a fucking expert at lunch today. No, well, yeah, I mean, I just kind of knew well, a little yeah, bit about... Well, yeah, you know, I, I, yeah, I, I had to flex while I was at the bar. Well, you know, if we were going to make it a topic on the show, I probably would have looked into it more, but... <laughs> I told you, you know, we were talking about that. I told you we were leading with this yeah, tonight. Yeah, submarine ship, but I didn't know I was going to have to go into the conspiracy theories. Oh, let's... Did, 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 
Like that's part of it. We yeah, got it. We'll get the link in the bio after we're out. <laughs> well, I mean, we all talk with people, right? Um, you know, I feel like I've talked to multiple people, and they say, "Well, you know, a story like that is to cover up another story." Always. Always look Does at what's on sense? like page five or six of the newspaper. Like you know, you know uh, the JP. We talked about the JP Morgan emails getting deleted. We talked about Hunter Biden getting a little slap on the PP. Yeah, and uh, you know, doing Vanguard and BlackRock basically restructuring Ukraine because yeah. they're basically making money off the Russian war, destroying it, and now they're going to make money off rebuilding it, being the centralized people who Which, want all the loans. I saw the there's a there's a story in Ohio about uh, 27 uh, children being abducted over the course of two days. I don't know if you guys saw that one. Oh, there was that, and there was that. There was that story up in Boston where they found like that, like there was like a dead person oh, at like a yeah. like cocaine sex party or with something. Like eleven year old kids and shit. Yeah, with like little there. kids in and right in Boston, right in our backyard, and like nobody's talking about it because they were like, "Did you see this sub with these billionaires that died?" And it's like, it, it was such it's such an obvious like red herring. That you're just like, all right, like, what else is going on? Now, me, I inundate myself with the news and what's going on every single day. I listen to, like, four or five different podcasts every day, daily ones. Like, I spend the majority of my day, like, absorbing information of what's going on in the world. So none of this got by me. Not to say that I'm smarter or better than anybody. I just, I just, but that's what I do. I, I literally just enjoy, that's my hobby. Like, when I'm cutting the grass, I'm listening to podcasts. I'm not usually listening to music. I'm listening to something informative, whether it's, you know, like, I, I don't know, name a thing. But nonetheless, this whole thing was like, all this shit is going on, and then this sub thing comes up. Yeah. And you can always tell when it's a, when it's a clean and cut, like, distraction technique because the memes just become over the top. Like, everybody starts going all in on the meme game. And it's not just, like, people like you and I, you know, and uh, the three of uh, the four of us here. Like, that right. comes from somewhere. Somebody is like, all right, we need we need a distraction. Like, we need Ready memes. I mean, what yeah. was the first thing I said to you, Joe? Q-9. I mean, my initial reaction was, shit, I couldn't imagine paying 250K, quarter of a million dollars to die. Right? Like, imagine paying $250,000 for a submarine trip and realizing it's only a one-way trip. And then why would you pay $250,000 to go down on a submersible that's controlled by a $28 Logitech controller? Like by a guy on land. Don't you think that, like, you know, maybe, right, like, by somebody. by a guy that's on land. Yeah, like, don't you think, like, it, somebody just, would just, like, if you had that much money, you'd be like, hey, James Cameron, I want the top-of-the-line submersible to go down to the Titanic, and I want it brand new, and I want to make sure this thing's safe because I want to absolutely make sure that we come back. And you don't think James Cameron could, like, at least point you in the right direction or set you up with the right people? Be like, hey, these guys have an infinite amount of money in their bank account. Help them out. They want to go see the I Titanic. Mean, I guess my educated question would be, uh, how did this thing get approved? Because I've seen things it's that not it approved. didn't get it approved. Didn't, well, it didn't like, get approved there, the but the, that? that's the beauty of it, Durant. There is no approval process for any of this. If you have a private submersible, there is so little red tape and so little restrictions and so little hoops that you have to jump through in order it's the to prove. ocean yeah it's like it's just you can just kind of like all right like go do you i guess like it's the ocean it's like the wild west out there do whatever you want you can yeah you can have two monkeys fight with knives it's yeah fine. like you gotta have like you know your boat's gonna have like fucking proper running lights but if you're dropping a submersible down they can't like, stop you yeah whatever dude good luck it's international waters enjoy hopefully you don't die so it's that that's that's kind of like the, the like the catch 22 about it like 
yeah, it's cool because there's no regulations and there's no government oversight, which is great because it allows people to kind of be free and develop and do their own thing. But at the same time, things like this happen, and then you're like, oh, right, we do need to protect people from being stupid because yep. they're stupid. I just feel like if, I mean, unless anyone knows any of those guys personally or knows any of their family members or anything, like, we'll never know if it's a hoax or not. I know the, I know like the, the I stepson. Am, I am firmly on board that they fake the deaths because I, I'm, I'm sure, or, or there's two things. Either they fake their own deaths because there was some shit that was going on and they wanted to make sure they didn't have to deal with it, or this was a setup and they, the submarine was sabotaged because someone on that sub knew something about the Clintons or Epstein or, or, or something or, or something along those lines. Right. What I think if, just not knowing and just speculating the possibilities is just kind of the scary part of it. Well, say. that's why or 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 we have a third option. They take this, yeah. they turn it into a conspiracy theory and they make us think that an all powerful entity is in control. And that they're killing people, and they're gonna like, oh, they knew something keep about FC. Gonna, yeah, like the South Park episode yeah, with the Twin keep, Towers. Keep the fear in them, you, know? you know, like the nine eleven conspiracy. Right. That the government carried out nine eleven. Like the whole conspiracy was that the nine the government started the conspiracy that the government carried out nine eleven because they wanted them to everybody to believe that the government was so powerful that they could take down two skyscrapers in broad daylight with planes and and nobody be, like, be oh, the wiser. Yeah. Right. And nobody to be the wiser because we're so good. Like where's it? But yeah, no, just honestly, I, I think they're all fascinating and fun little rabbit holes to dive into. But I do believe nothing is by accident. There are no coincidences. What about the stepson? Of one of the billionaires. Oh, at the Blink-182 concert? Tweeting at Blink-182, being like, I'm so sad, but I'm here at Blink-182. Yeah, him and Cardi B got into it on Twitter. And and then... Cardi B? Yeah, him, that kid and Cardi B got and then into 20 it. Minutes, she like, like, yeah, that sounds so, like, cover-up-ish. Right? Like, that sounds like so, like, Jerry Springer staged bullshit. Like, hey, don't look at what's going on. Look over here. Right. What what about then the kid twenty minutes after that tweet to Blink One Eighty Two was like tweeting at these OnlyFans models. He was like he's like I'd be I'd happily sit like, on my face yes. like yeah <laughs> with like the heart emojis around the yeah. face yeah I'm coping right now with the loss of my father oh, wiping his face with money oh no <laughs> it's like Dave Chappelle <laughs> I just got my first trust bitch <laughs> first payment yeah it's fucking nutty oh well. but yeah it does it does yeah. reek it does reek of something wrong like there like yeah. there was more to this like. Because I'm sorry, but like you're not, you can't convince me that a bunch of men worth multiple billions of dollars would cheap out on something as, like, like they wouldn't even, like, would you even, they wouldn't even cheap out. That'd be like driving on the autobahn and in like, like taking like a fifty gallon drum, drilling some holes and putting some rubber tires and axles in it, and like a thousand horsepower fucking Hayabusa motor in it, and just being like. All right, boys, let's go on the Autobahn. You're like, wait, what? Like, no, this is a death trap. Clearly, we're not going to live. They're like, right. that's the thrill. And you're like, no, <laughs> no, I want a Ducati. No, there's no like, someone go get me a Ducati or a Ferrari. Like, please, I, I, there's no thrill in knowing I'm going to die. Right. The thrill is, is that I might die right. if I fuck up. But like, no. So that, I don't know. Something about this doesn't even sit, does not sit right with me at all. Yeah, it's kind of it kind of feels uh, similar to like when the scary virus came around. 
Oh, you mean COVID? How many people are dead from that? You know, what I mean? or not dead from that? Remember, remember, like three years ago when everybody was like, "Oh my God, masks are gonna save the world," and now like all these studies are coming out and they're like, "Yeah, masks actually made it worse. They didn't do anything." Yeah, they actually might have been worse. They actually caused more respiratory problems now than anything. And everybody's like, and, and like people like me who like could read between the lines were like, "Yeah, duh," but everybody else is like, "What?" Yeah, but there's still people out there driving around by themselves with a mask on. Oh my god, those in broad daylight. Now, yes, on. Durant walking down the walking down the sidewalk by themselves with a mask on. <laughs> those are people that want to conceal their identity for whatever reason. That's what it is because I mean, like at, at this point, what else, what other reason could you have to wear well, a mask? Hey, everyone's free to do as they please. They, right? they are. They you're you're totally yeah, you're totally free so. to do whatever the fuck you want. Like you want to wear a mask and look like an idiot? By all means, look wear a mask and look like an idiot. I don't give a fuck. Right. Just now don't don't tell me what the fuck care. to do. Right. Which yeah. was always Amen. my stance, but neither here nor there. But yeah, the uh, the COVID the COVID fans there, they man, they are. It's been a rough couple of months for them. Because they're, they're, it's at the point now where they're like, oh, fuck. Like, we were wrong about everything. Everything we were told was a lie. I mean, shit, what's today? June, what, 27th? I mean, shit, six days ago, Greta Thornburg said that a uh, top-ranked uh, climate scientist said that the world would end on June 21st, 2023, if we didn't do something about climate change. And June 21st, 2023 came and went. That was six days ago. And now uh, the world is no closer to ending than it I was. I had no clue I was that close to death. Yeah. Oh, nobody shit. did. I, I would have been around this I would have oh, the day oh, off wait. at least. So you didn't, wait, you mean, you mean to tell me you didn't listen to the autistic high school dropout whose parents were putting her up to this? I had no, Wow. I, had no, I don't listen to anything that girl says. No. Well, you're, because you have a brain. I don't listen to a lot of things a lot of people say. If I see you making the news a lot, I'm like, I probably don't like this person. <laughs> I'm just gonna be honest. Did you guys see the two uh, sports stories? Uh, Ryan Mallett drowned in a pool, and uh, Leonard oh, the Fournette's ocean. car caught on fire. Wait, whose car caught on fire? Leonard, Leonard Fournette. Leonard Fournette. Oh. They said he's he's lucky to be alive. They he said. was uh, he was Where? driving he was driving on the highway, and all of a sudden he saw the smoke coming out of his engine. He just hopped out the car on the highway in the left lane, and the car just fucking burst into flames. No shit. What kind of car? Oh, some expensive ass fucking thing. Hmm. I wonder what it was. I'll look at it right now. No shit. So wait, Ryan, he died in the pool. I thought it was the ocean. Yeah, yeah I thought he in a pool. Yeah, thirty-five years old. I thought he said. I thought he said Ryan Mallett passed away. Yeah, thirty-five. I, I saw that. R.I.P. Ryan Mallett, third-round pick of the New England Patriots in two thousand eleven. Uh, for those that need cannon, a reminder, cannon for an arm, but brain. But um, as a quarterback, I thought he died in a rip current off the panhandle. I don't know. I just saw that he drowned. What kind somebody of car said is it? something about a beach. It said tragically died after drowning. That was from Clutch Points. I have no idea what that is. Yeah, it's like a Tahoe or some shit. Yeah, nothing crazy. Yeah, I don't know. I, that that's crazy. Yeah, no, he was. They were called to a beach in Destin, Florida. So that's up on the Panhandle. When was it today? He was today. Pulled, he was pulled out of the water and transported to a local hospital where he's pronounced dead. Damn, that's crazy. at two o'clock in the afternoon. They were swimming on a sandbar. Yeah, that's that's tough because, man, I'll tell you what, dude. People don't realize, you know, and again, this kind of ties into the last story you were just talking about. People don't understand, like, people don't realize that the, the, the fury of the ocean. Like, there, there is a, a whole fuckload of things that can happen to you in the water in the blink of an eye, literally, that don't 
or less than in some in five people's cases. Um, and, and it doesn't give a fuck about you. Like, it doesn't matter how strong of a swimmer you are. It doesn't matter how skilled you are. Like, dude, fucking Michael Phelps could have been out there on that sandbar. And if the wow. rip current grabs him and takes him, None. like, unless you know what to do, unless you can identify that, okay, I'm in a riptide, and you swim parallel to the to the beach to try to get out of it, Rather than going with it, you know what I mean? Like, it's going to pull you out, but you swim parallel to the beach. Don't fight it. Just swim parallel. Right. Eventually, like, you'll get out. Eventually, you'll get back. out of it, and you'll just be kind of bobbing around, but you'll have a chance. If you try to fight it, you're going to exhaust yourself, and you're going to drown. Yeah. Unfortunately, you might not come out of it until pretty far fucking out. Yeah. I mean, there's point, been... God bless you if you're in too deep water, because your ass is fucked. Because then... <laughs> Then things start nibbling on you. Yeah, and then you're fucking smoked, and that's got to be one of the worst ways to go. Imagine that, like, you get ripped out by a rip current, and then, like, a 30-foot great white just shears off one of your legs in one no. fell swoop, and you're like, no. oh, my God. I'm fucked. Now I'm bleeding. Yeah, I couldn't imagine that one, man. Now they taste in blood. Yeah. Now they know. That, what's that? The, uh, now, now we taste blood. We have a taste for lion's blood. Yeah. yeah what's that? Will Farrell and uh, <laughs> the other guys? The well, other guys. Yeah. The other guys, it was tuna. Oh, the, the tuna, lions. Yeah, yeah. yeah the tuna <laughs> lions, yeah. But I'm just saying, that's <laughs> so, got to be the worst fucking way to go. What do you guys think about some basketball talk? Uh, I know we got free agency coming up in a few weeks. Uh, we got Porzingis to the Celtics. Uh, Is there any word on Damian Lillard going anywhere? No. Or did they just pick somebody up? Did they just sign somebody? The, did they the just report sign is uh, Dame's being patient with uh, Portland. He's going to wait and see what they uh, do in free agency no, they, as far as trades. Who did, for this who did year. Poole just go to? Jordan he met Poole. with management uh, yesterday. Jordan Poole got traded to, what was it? Um, he was in the Chris Paul trade, no? Was that a three-team trade? I don't know. Where did, where did Jordan uh, yes. Poole end up? He, Jordan Poole went to the Wizards. The Wizards, He's thank on you. the Wizards now oh, with, yeah. um, I believe, yep. the Tyus Jones kid from the Memphis Grizzlies. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Back yeah. up point guard. That was in the three-team deal. No shit. So, so Dame staying, so Dame, you think he's staying, he's staying planted? As of right yeah, now, probably. he's staying put, but. We'll see. Right. You never know. We'll happen. see. Because honestly, if I'm Dame, I'm out of Portland. Like you, You're 33. Yeah, this is his last shot to like win a title as like a guy that's actually relevant. And it's not going to happen in Portland. Portland's never going to put a winning team around you. You don't have no. the time. So you may as well just bail and get the fuck out. No one's going to blame you. To be yeah. fair, he, it doesn't seem like he's really motivated to move either. He's like, uh, I guess. Maybe he's not. Maybe he doesn't give a shit. I mean... You know, I, th yeah, I sometimes I, mean, I sometimes I mean, feel like we as fans no, want like this more for the guy than he does. Season, I mean, say that again, Durant. Uh, no, I was just saying uh, uh, the salaries there. I mean, it's about forty-eight million per season. So, yeah, I mean, I know if I was Dame, I'd want to get out to a different state so I could at least get some better taxes. Well, he probably sure fucking lives somewhere sure else. Paul, yeah, I'm sure. Well, doesn't he have to claim? But even that? still, but that that all that all aside, again, I think as fans, I feel like sometimes we want guys to win titles more than they want to win them themselves. Like yeah. some guys just look at this as a job, and they're like, "Right, right, hey man, like this is what I do. I don't really give a fuck if I win a title or not. I'm just here <laughs> to collect my money and retire. It's all guaranteed. I, I love and, and some the, guys come to be loyal to the franchise. Some guys come to make money. You know, it's right. Exactly. There's, yeah, there's not different angles. Comes to win. Unfortunately, you know, and as, the, as, you know, as a fan, like you think, yeah, it's supposed to be all about winning, but it's not. I mean, I think right. back. I think back to when I was when I was playing paintball, and like I like when I was young in, in high school and early college. Like, 
especially in, in, in late uh, like in high school when I ran my own team, I always wanted to win, but I wanted to do it with like my guys. You know what I'm saying? Like I wanted like Ben and Adi and like I wanted my homegrown team and I wanted us all to succeed together. You know, I had multiple offers to go to different teams and, and move up or move here or go there and get sponsored and do this and play on this team, play on that team right. that I turned down because I was like, nah, like I want to do it my way. I want to do it with my guys. So I kind of get that loyalty to a degree. Right, right. Yeah. Now, looking back at it, that was the dumbest fucking thing I could have ever done had I w- actually <laughs> wanted to progress. Right. You know what I mean? I probably should have taken one of those offers from Formula or Boston Paintball or, or, or what, you know whatever team, the geese, whatever they were, whoever was offering me a spot like to go play with them at the amateur A level and probably been a lot better off. Right. But I was so loyal to the soil. I ended up cutting off my own nose to spite my face. So guys like Dame, sometimes they do that. And they just stick there and they stay there and they don't leave. Even though they know it's probably not for the better, they're just going to do it because they're like, ah, fuck right. it. Right. But you can never disrespect loyalty. No. You know? I mean, yeah, you can't really. You I can't disrespect it, but I can definitely call you an idiot. But we're going to we're going to say here. That's what I was trying to get at. And you, you made a good point and you said, we'll talk these guys into it. And he's the whole one being like, I don't want to go. I don't want to go. And then fans will be like, "Yeah, you should definitely go. Go to Miami. Go play with Jimmy." Then he leaves, and they'll fail. He'll and the fans will turn on him. So they'll be like, "You tried to fucking win it all. You joined a <laughs> stacked team." Bastard. Yeah, fans are so fickle like that. Like the like the national majority of fans in every sport, where they'll be like, "Oh, he should. He should go win. He deserves it." As soon as he fails, he was a piece of no, shit from the I, beginning. I think all yeah. the real fans understand that you know Dame, you know, did more than his time. No, you know, but the real fans Portland. the real fans understand. I mean, LeBron, but, LeBron gave seven years to Cleveland before he finally decided to And you know. nobody cares about that. Right. Everyone right. everyone to this day nationally, if you take a national average of oh, people that just cared in the moment though. No, no, I'm saying people still don't care. People still think he's a turncoat. People are like, oh, LeBron James just hops from team to team. Like if you ask the average fan right. who's casual with any sport, they'll be like Tom Brady and the Patriots are cheaters. The Saints had Bounty Gate. LeBron James is a, is a turncoat. Will hop from team to team. Um, you know, it, it just goes down the line. Like people don't care. They they, they hear the narrative they want to hear and they just go with it. They're gonna be like they're gonna just say all these things no matter how true or not true they are. Right. They just don't care. I mean, it's like when people like talk about LeBron. They're like, oh, LeBron and the, the, the super team he built in Miami. It's like. You realize the Celtics did the exact same thing three years prior to that, right? That's like, why LeBron did it. And you know, and LeBron did what he did by going to Miami because Kevin Garnett, Paul Pierce, and Ray Allen told him that's how you're going to have to win in the NBA now. It doesn't work like it used to. No right. shit. Like you're gonna. This is how it's going to be. Trust yeah, me. I mean, Those LeBron three guys were like, we've years. been in this league for almost twenty years each. We all came in in like '96. We've been in this league for you know. 12 years, yeah. 15 years, whatever it was at that point, and they're like, yeah, you can't just – you might be the guy, but you need two other guys to make you – The guy. The guy. Yeah. LeBron gave Cleveland seven years, and they didn't give him anything. Nope. Bro, come on, man. They gave him more – They gave him Shaq. Ilgoskis. Ilgoskis. I think that was the second time around. And Sideshow Bob. Come on, oh, man. Was I think that was the second time around in Cleveland. Big Z? No, 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 no Big Z was, was no. Big Z was the first run. Definitely the first. It was Big Z, Sideshow Bob, Mo Williams. Shaq for how many seasons? Two? Shaq was the first, was the first run. 
shit. Who's I know, I know, but how many homeless? seasons was Shaq there? Was it one like season one or two? one or two, because that was when that was when Shaq was all over. It was, it was old like, Shaq. It was he was he was the big cactus. Delonte he was the big West. Aristotle. Was he on that team? Delonte West was you, he on that team? Yes, he was. Yeah. Delonte was the second run in Cleveland. He was, was the it? second run. Damn. Yes, it was. Yeah. But yeah, it's just it's crazy. But like that's the thing. But people like Sean Sean's point. People just pick the narrative they want to hear and run with it. Like they don't give a shit that LeBron James is he's just doing exactly what the the NBA dictates that he does. Like it's not LeBron. LeBron is just doing what the rules he's following the rules that are set out before him. Okay, this isn't 1986 anymore. Right? Like that. Listen, I loved that brand of basketball. I think it was the best brand of basketball outside of maybe like the, the late 2000s, early 2010s. But that shit's gone, dude. That's gone. Like, we're not getting that anymore. You can't go out and get Bill Walton as a sixth man, Hall of Famer, and add him to your team in the offseason anymore. Like, that doesn't fucking happen. Nope. And if it did. People would be up in arms about it right now. Like, could you imagine if, like, the Denver Nuggets went out and they were like, oh, yeah, we've traded a bag of peanuts, some Rocky Mountain oysters, and um, a future maybe first-round pick. We don't know. Who cares? It's, it could be a second round. Uh, and and we're getting uh, Giannis Antetokounmpo. And you're like, <laughs> everybody be like, wait, what? Yeah, right. Like, n- how? Like, that's what the Celtics did with Walton in the 80s. Like they I basically mean, stole them for a yeah, bag of I mean, peanuts. I mean, that probably Beal deal was kind of. Well, Beal. That was. Uh, Beal's not the same. People yeah, said the same thing all Wallen, I mean, though. They gave up Chris Paul, who was about to get dropped, and Landry Shaman, and like a couple picks for Bradley Beal. I think. I think Washington just wanted to get rid of the contract. They're just like, get him out of here. We don't want to pay him anymore. That's pretty much and what that, it comes that's down what to. we're seeing right now because we just seen John Collins on Atlanta. He just got moved to the Jazz for Rudy Gay in a second. Yeah. So, I mean, that, you know, John all, Collins is clearly much better in talent at this point than, than Rudy Gay. Of course, it's all about um, just dropping money. It's all about economics. Like, a lot of these the guys. Contract. He's stuck on three years still. So, Atlanta might be looking to make a move if they're uh, trying to retain Trey Young. But a lot of these guys don't <laughs> don't give a shit about, uh, like, like the owners don't care. Like, the, a, a, lot of the, a lot of the fans don't give a shit either. The, a lot of the fans are just like, make my team competitive. I don't care if my team's garbage for like twenty. Like Atlanta fans, they have, Atlanta fans truly don't give a fuck. Atlanta fans will show up if their team's winning, but they're not going to show up any other time. They just don't care. Don't. Yeah, Atlanta fans died after that. <laughs> I was waiting for you to figure out what Super I was Bowl. doing this whole time. No, but they they do it all, like the whole thing. <laughs> yeah, like, take they take had Chris Chandler, they had Jamal Anderson, they had that the Dirty Birds team. That was, that place was always packed, and then all of a sudden that team fell apart, and they were just like, ah, oh, fuck this team until Michael Vick came. Fucking Jesse Tuggle. Jesse, wow. What a throwback. So, Joe, what do you think uh, Lake is uh, coming up in a few weeks? What do you think we should do? Uh, Tank listen, for Bronny. If they can't get, buddy, if they can't get uh, Turner and Heald, then you got to get Kyrie. Why does everybody love Heald all of a sudden? I, well, because he's been linked yeah, to the Lakers this, I'm basically all year. I'm just trying to get Kyrie. I mean, even if we had to oh. give up a Reeves or... No, I'm not. No, 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 no. We can't give up Reeves. He's the only shooter we got. <laughs> we need it. We need. We need a shooter. We need. We need Reeves. Um, I don't know what they would have to give up to get Kyrie. I don't know what Dallas is going to want for him, but I don't think it's going to be as much as people think because I don't think Dallas wants anything to do with Kyrie. Obviously, Luca doesn't. I mean, not Luca. Fucking uh, yeah, Luca. Sorry, what am I thinking? Yeah. Luca doesn't want anything to do with Kyrie right now. 
But and Dallas gave up a lot to get him, so they they're gonna pay him to ensure that they get something in return for him. Yeah, but the only thing they're they gonna can't just they just lost Jalen Brunson to the Knicks last year. They can't they can't lose again. Yeah, but here's There's the thing. No here, but here's the thing, Durant. No matter how bad LA wants him, they're not gonna give up anything more than they absolutely have to to get him because they know Dallas doesn't want him. No, Dallas does not want him. Dallas already, doesn't want him. So Dallas can, Dallas and you know Mark Cuban can play that game. And because, you know, and Mark Cuban hates the Lakers and he refuses to trade with them and all this other shit. And he's on record saying, you know, he'll never deal with the Lakers or do them any favors because fuck them and blah, 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 and all this bullshit. Right now, the Lakers, they have his throbbing, they have his buttocks, his taut, tender buttocks over a barrel. And their throbbing manhood is just waiting in the wings to thrust. And. That's all that. That's what's going to happen. The Lakers are going to. It's not like you're going to get any bullshit out of Kyrie. Yeah, I mean, Kyrie's technically a free agent. He can, you know, if he wants to say, "Hey, I'm going to take less and go play in L.A." Then yeah. Right. Well, if that's what if that's what he's if that but that's the thing. I don't think Dallas is going to give him the 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 contract to keep him there. I really don't. I think they're just going to tell him like, "Hey, you know what? We're going to cut our losses. Thanks, but no thanks. See you later," and let him hit free agency. And like I said, there's only one man in the NBA that can keep that dog on a leash. That's LeBron. That's LeBron James. I think. I think honestly, I gave you my opinion. What I think what LeBron will do. I use that. I dance think we still need some a... size too, so we can move um, <laughs> AD to the four. I, I really think Miles Turner happened at some point. I don't know what it's gonna be. If it's my it's well, be. I would. I would love it, dude. If they got Miles. If they got Miles Turner or Buddy Hield, I, I would love that. When we won in, in 2020, you had Dwight Howard there to bang with, you know, the Joker and to move on in, you know, series and, you know, get to the finals. They, yeah, and, that is actually be. a very unforgotten piece of that 2020 team was that Dwight yes. Howard was there you to need be a, that, center. You a need presence. A center. Right, a, a center that's it, not a, a primary scorer. Playing center. He's already voiced that he, he's not a fan of playing the five. Um, well, he's, a, he's, he's wasted at the five. He's wasted because he's too good of a scorer. Like centers in this game in this day and age don't they're not they're not prolific scorers anymore. This isn't two thousand and two. Yeah. Like we now, don't if need you get a decent center that can bang with the Joker and that moves A D back to the four and he's only dealing with like Aaron Gordon. You know, that's that's a, a mismatch that's a, that's a mismatch made in heaven. Difference. Yeah, I agree. I, I, I like it. Listen, I, I think the Lakers are gonna do whatever they gotta do because I think they know that LeBron's window is closing and it's closing. Quicker than ever. Like I mean, the man's yeah. not. He's thirty-eight. He's gonna be thirty-nine by Christmas. Three years left. You know what I mean? Or New Year's. He'll be thirty-nine. You know, before the trade deadline. Is as gifted and as blessed as he has been, injury-wise, health-wise, everything. He can't keep it going forever. And I love LeBron as a basketball player. I love LeBron more than you know. Maybe Durant. You might be the only person that likes him more than I do. And you know, he's. Everything I've defended him every step, single step of the way, with the he's exception of one going, year. Man. I mean, 40, and he's still doing it. On he the is. Elimination game? He, I mean, he is. I mean, the thing is that that forty-point game gets completely shrouded by the fact that he got stuffed going to the basket trying to tie the game by Aaron Gordon, and that just sucked. You know what I mean? Like if he had missed yeah, the layup, Jamal Murray that got the, Oh, got Jamal Murray. I'm sorry. No, what I say, Aaron Gordon. I meant Jamal Murray. But, um, uh, but if he had got, if you know, if the ball, the ball had gotten up to the rim and kind of just like bounced out, like ah, whatever. Like all right, cool. Like he gave it a shot, but he got absolutely fucking yammed at the rim, and it was like, and it was a sweep. Yeah. 
And I'd like to go look at the team stats and see what the rest of the team did to back up his 40-10-9. Absolutely nothing. uh, AD did nothing. That was the first game of the playoffs that really – had 20 points. Yeah, but that was the first game of the playoffs, I think, where you watched AD and he was just meh. AD had been spectacular up to that point. And then game four, he was just kind of – he was there, but he was just – that's it. He was just there. Yep. He had the monster game one, and they still lost. And uh, sometimes that game one just sets the tone. Unfortunately, and it did for the Lakers, you know, but you know what? They went down. At, you, they, know, they, you know, you look at LeBron game one in the finals versus the, you know, Kevin Durant and the Warriors. LeBron scores 50 with the J.R. Smith game, and, you know, you lost that game, and that set the tone. It did. But let me look at Not look to at, say LeBron would have won that series, but, you know, if you steal that game one in their house, um, it's a tone setter for sure. Yeah, I mean, and not for nothing, but at the end of the day, the Nuggets went on to win eight of their last nine games. You know, they oh, yeah, swept they the Lakers the and they playoffs. beat the Heat in five. Only the Suns gave like, them the most. Uh, yeah. You know, the Suns brought it six games, and that was a, everyone and, else. They, they, they and it was out, a, they put everyone else. And out the Suns in like got four a, or five games. That was a laughable six. Like the Suns took it to six, and everybody was like, "Okay, this is cute." Like, all right, like we see what you're doing here, and I'll be the first one to admit I was not afraid of the Nuggets. I was more afraid of the Warriors than I was the Nuggets. Going through this playoff run, I mean, yeah, no, nah, I said it's not it. often. I, I it's, said the Nuggets. You, you I definitely did. You definitely the had the Nuggets on your radar. I did, but I was like, no, nah, I think you know, AD can match the Joker. I didn't expect Jamal Murray to go. Yeah, Warriors struggle with size. Shape. That's where I knew we were good. The Warriors struggle with size, kind of like the Celtics. They struggle with teams that have size. Well, the the Celtics they struggle with anybody who has a heartbeat, so that's tough for them. You yeah, know? but yeah, but we got Porzingis now. That, oh, they did. That'll yes. change everything. They got another injury-prone big man to go along with the fucking Time Lord. Injury-prone? What are you talking about? <laughs> He's healthy. I'm not. I don't know if I'm too pumped on that. But dude, I fucking hated know. the trade. I we'll said it in the chat. Durant, I was what excited. You, Durant, what you, what the key point of that trade was getting you know the 23 and 24 first-round picks. Now people speculate that who's to say Boston oh, doesn't use that pick to try to get Bronny next year. No, but no uh, Durant, what's your, what's your take on the poor Zingas to, to the Celtics uh, before we let you go? Awful. Um, cause I think it's a decent move. If I think it's, it's kind of like an AD to LA on a lesser, on a lesser it's scale. A better fit. I'm <laughs> like always talking about fit, you know, fit is a big deal in the NBA. Um, I think it's a better fit. You know, you had all these guys staring at rebounds, not crashing, no rebounds in that heat series. And uh, Pozingas should help with that. And Pozingas, you know? again, fits the Celtics narrative of taking fucking unnecessary threes all the time. It's like, just just fucking shoot threes. And being soft guys. as shit. You know? That fits perfectly. I did not want this. I didn't want Smart here anymore either. I've said that. And everyone was like, Smart should have his bandage. I'm like, if, if I hear one more person cry about Marcus Smart, I'm going to choke them. And like in real time in the street. I'm going to tell you, Marcus Smart, I've been off the Marcus Smart bandwagon for two years. I could do without him. He it's, takes It is crazy. He takes the last shot 80% of the time, misses it 70% of the time. I am just so over that dude. When he got traded, I was like, thank God. And I was hoping it was for anybody but Porzingis. And I was like, it's fucking Porzingis. I just, I don't know. I don't care for the team right now. And, and then we tried trading Brogdon, and Brogdon knows he's a, a dead man walking, so he's like, he's not going to fucking try. I feel like if they'd gotten Bradley Beal, they'd be a lot better off. Uh, it's, it's short, though. Size. I know, but I'm just saying, like, I don't know. Beal, gives, he's a more dynamic player. He's more reliable. 
I, I feel like it would have been better. I mean, obviously Dame was. The, I was all in for Dame. That was my a number one. That but, that, that was my. But what are you gonna you gonna have to give up Jalen Brown for Dame? I'm okay. So, I'm okay with it. Well, I would have been alright with that too. Yeah. If I'm a Celtics fan, I'd bro can't right dribble to the left in the playoffs every year. He's a guy I can't dribble. Yeah, left I mean, in the playoffs. I like I like Jalen Brown, but regular I, season Jalen Brown. I, awesome. I would I would yeah, much Jalen Brown's three was broke in that series. And I would much rather have a you know if you give me the option between putting Dame on this team versus Jalen you know swapping him out with Jalen Brown, just what what Dame could do for Tatum mentally. Oh my god! As a yes. mentor and like you know hopefully bring his game to the next level. Dame would force Tatum to take the last shot. Be like you're taking it, as opposed to Tatum being like smart go and smart's like Pikachu right. and throws Why? it. Why? Why Marcus Smart? Ever was allowed. Like it reminds me of that SNL skit uh, with the scene of Mario Chalmers. Yes, hundred percent. Shouldn't have arms to shoot a basketball in the fourth quarter of a Miami Heat basketball contest. Like it just reminds me of that whole skit. Like that's Marcus Smart. Why the fuck is Marcus Smart shooting the last fucking shot of that game? Every, I know it went in in Game Six because Brogdon had the, the putback. Oh, was it Brogdon? No, it was um. It was Danny uh, White. Der- Derek White. Derek, Derek White's White. gonna get more playing time. Derek, Derek White's gonna get White's more playing time, and that's a big positive. I think Derek White is a better player right now than Marcus Smart. But, but that's my opinion. I just think, uh, but uh, on a scale of uh, Durant, on a, uh, before we let you get out of here, uh, wins losses. Do you think Porzingis is is that a piece that puts the Celtics over the top? Does that make them win the East this year? Do you think, or do you kind of just think it's the same same shit, different smell? Wash. I'd probably say the third one. It's probably just the same just, shit. Just a wash. Okay, that's kind of where I'm at. That's a I push. think it's, I think it could have benefits. Regular but I, season, but sure. I don't know when it comes to the playoffs that Porzingis is going to be the guy that's going to be like, oh, this was the answer. We're going to be dealing with the same shit you dealt with. Well, if Anthony Davis is healthy, well, if Porzingis is healthy, it's like I don't want to deal with that. Okay, and I you mean, got the time I lord. I guess you to... could say slightly better because, like I said, I mean, I like the fit better. I do, I do say, size, I do, I do, I do agree with that. Value. I think it is slightly better. It's adding I think it's height. Better. It's adding height. But we got to see what the rest of the East does too, because the East, for whatever reason, the East the last I feel like two decades has just been complacent, sitting on their hands and just being like, yeah, you know, whatever. Oh hum, we'll just you know. We'll just, you know, call it try. We're the Celtics, fuck it. Yeah, fuck it. Like, we'll just show up and, you know, things will happen. You know, so I don't know. I, I just, I have no faith in the East. I, I still think the Celtics probably are odds-on favorite to win the East this year. But even though I don't like the Porzingis move, I am proud of Brad Stevens for doing something. Just being like, this team ain't going to fucking make it. Because yeah, I, I appreciate but you, that. What if they do try to draft Bronny next year with that 24 there's, there's no way. Bronny's going, like, top three. Really? You think so? No. Everyone's already projecting it. Everyone's already like, oh, he's going to be like one of the first three guys taken. No way. He's not that good. You want to bet? I can, I can bet. I'm not it. saying that people he's aren't good. projecting I mean, it, I mean, but I don't believe him. five star recruit. So, no, I mean, he's they're definitely going, up there. They're, they're going after him for his dad. Well, I mean, we'll I see how he does his first year in college. And, uh, yeah, we'll go from there. But all right, Durant. We'll uh, we'll talk to you next yeah, week. Uh, we'll, actually, we won't talk to you next week because we're going to be off next week. It's Fourth of July next Tuesday, so we'll be off next Tuesday. Um, but we'll talk to you probably uh, three weeks from now because we're going to take the week after the fourth off. So we'll have the fourth, and then we'll have the eleventh off. Yeah, right back to football season. And then we're camp. basically back for the start of training camp. Yeah. So. Oh yeah. All right, and like I was telling Paul, uh, I'm gonna have some time off uh, late July, so uh, I'm down Why? to get on the golf course with you guys. Oh fuck yeah, you, dude. golf? Yeah, apparently. Yeah, he was telling me that. Last yeah, week. I bought uh, I bought Keith's old clubs. Damn, oh, everyone's dude. fucking golfing. Dude, golf's the shit, bro. I used bro. to uh, 
Yeah, I used to go with my uncle a decent amount. Nice. Yeah, it's a fun. All right, we'll we'll get out there. We'll fucking hit some piss missiles and we'll uh, crack some beers, kid. Crack some beers and drink some birdie juice. All right, sounds good, boys. And uh, Call of Duty later. You know it. Damn right. Not me. All right, sounds good, boys. Set him down. Later, later, bro. Seven seven four nine nine two eight seven zero two is the phone number. If you want to give us a call, get your thoughts across uh, on this glorious Tuesday evening right here on the this one, the only the new Bedford nice guide. It is beautiful out right now. Sorry, what are you gonna say about Bronny, Bronny James? Is considered a top five pick of the twenty twenty four draft. Now, did you also? He's gonna go one year out of college. He's yes, just gonna go but one did time. you did you see? I don't know who put it up. I don't remember if it was a TikTok or an Instagram thing or a video. It was some other podcast, and I wish I fucking knew because I want to give them the credit for this. I might know. Go ahead. Where they talked about, basically, they talked about how uh, Scoot, uh, Scoot, what's his last name? Um, Yeah, Scoot. um, Fuck. Yeah, I I know who you're talking about. I don't give a flying fuck about the NBA draft, so the name is Casey. Yeah, I know who you're talking about. Scoot, whatever. Yeah, I know who you're talking about. I'm looking, I'm looking, I'm looking, I'm looking. Is he from Duke of Kentucky? Scoot Henderson. Scoot Henderson. Yeah. I was gonna say. Me- I was gonna say Mendelssohn. Um, I don't fucking remember. Who cares? But right. did you see how? So the 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 there was the you know Wemby was gonna be number one overall. Yes. Blah, yeah. blah blah blah. And then there was like this thing, at, and then and then uh, I think it was Sham. Shams, yeah. Shams, Shams and uh, Woj had like a battle. Shams came out and was like, "Oh, this guy's gaining steam." To go number one overall over Wembenyana and blah 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 and this and that and like the odds on Fanduel went from like like plus five, like you know five hundred to like negative seventeen hundred, and people started like throwing money on negative on on this kid going negative seventeen hundred, and then obviously Wembenyana goes number one, and then it comes out that like Shams works for Fanduel. I didn't know that. Yeah, so he basically there's like this whole big thing now. Where this guy... Here's the tweet. We were right five days ago. Uh, Sham Sharania sources... Sham Sharania, thank yep. you. Uh, Scoot Henderson is gaining serious momentum at number two with the Charlotte Hornets in tonight's NBA draft. Hornets have been torn over the last week. Uh, between, this is what it was, number two. Yes, between uh, Henderson and, Br- and Brandon Miller. Team has final meetings today to settle on decision. This is just hours before the draft. Yes. Right, because Wembenyano was a lock number right. one. Right, Wemby was the lock. But the, then, but the odds on FanDuel... Went from like plus five hundred to, to Scoot being like number two to like negative seventeen hundred. It was like a stone cold lock of the century. Like this kid's definitely fucking win it going number right, two. Right. Like they were like, oh shit. And then it comes out that Sham Sharania is actually employed by FanDuel and FanDuel cashed in and fucking pe- mad people bet money. And when now, the odds shifted. Now he has FanDuel in his uh bio. In so his bio because he yeah. didn't before. I can't help but think somehow that's slightly illegal. It's not though. It's like it's like fake insider There's trading. Got, that's what I mean. It's gotta be. You can't pump. Well, no, no, no. It's definitely against the law. Like you it's, can't There's pump definitely your laws own against. Gun. There's this. a conflict of interest. But he didn't say anything about. He didn't say anything about betting. He just said. But my he's sources. insinuating and using his platform. In yeah, it? I, don't not, know, I feel not, like that's illegal somehow. It's not my problem. You have oh, a horrible gambling it's addiction. It's a hundred percent. It's it's no different in my opinion. It's no different than. Uh, a referee calling fouls at the end of the game to, to to shave points one way or another. Like there's 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 no different because FanDuel adjusted the odds. Sham Sharania, who's a trusted insider, 
a major right. media source who breaks these types of things right. is now like being... Like a registered media source, yeah, like somebody like, who's in this business. Yeah, this no, isn't just that's... like a podcast like we do. Like we have a major influence. We're over here like, you know, trying to hype people up and No, shit. we don't have a major influence in terms of like like who's going. We're, we're not insiders. Well, we don't have that like specific credentials like you work for ESPN Media. No. We don't. This we don't work does. for anybody. We work for Joey Fast Radio. Right. That's what we work for. <laughs> Like, that's what we are beholden to. We have one employee. Yep. We have one, three employees. Yeah. <laughs> sometimes. And that's it. But we don't have that insider info. But, like, yeah, no, that is definitely, like, because that then now you start to violate, like, antitrust laws. Yeah. You start, I, like, you start going down, like, I there is. I can't put a finger on it, but I, I'll I think tell, that's fucking I'll tell you right me. now, if Congress... Go, Congress got so pissed off about steroids in baseball in 2005 that they spent more time in Congress in session covering steroids in baseball than they did on Hurricane Katrina and all this other shit like that combined. Right. And they were more mad about steroids in baseball. If this pisses off the wrong people. Right. Believe me, it will become a big deal. Yeah, because like everybody. Yeah, it will become a big deal until it, but until it pisses off the wrong person or right person depending on which side of the fence you're on, it won't be it won't be shit. But the fact that Sham Sharania was out there talking about Scoot Henderson gaining massive steam to go number two. And ended up going number three, right? Ended up going third yeah, overall. Yeah, because Woj was Woj put out a tweet which really started this whole thing. Woj was like, there is never any talk of uh of Henderson going two overall. It's always been Brandon Miller. It's been Miller since the moment Wemby was announced that he was going to be going to the But because Sham put it out yes. that it, there was major move major the odds. And and the odds went to negative 1700 as opposed to plus 500. Right. Which anybody knows how betting works. Negative 1700, you got to bet a boatload of money to make fucking a penny. Right. Whatever it is, like, you know, 100 bucks gets you what? Seventeen, yeah, dollar seventeen, dollar yeah, or dollar seventeen, whatever it is. Like you, you yeah. as when when whereas when you're plus five hundred, you know, a hundred bucks gets you fifty bu- uh, or five uh, five hundred five hundred bucks. So we we know how the odds work, right? We know that. Hmm. Mm, I'm connecting these dots here, and yeah. let me see. And then all of a sudden, the guy doesn't go number two overall. And then right. it comes out that this guy works for Fanduel, right. and who was the big, wins. Thanks, and who was and, yeah, who was the biggest beneficiary in this whole fucking thing? Right. Fanduel, right? Cashing in on people's money, right? That's what I'm saying. I can't help but think somehow, some way, the language well, like, and all these clauses and all these mile high, thick stacks and fucking. We all know lawyers run the fucking world. Somehow, some way, that is fucking illegal. I just, I know it. There's gonna be something that comes out. Of it. Uh, right, as, as long as it pissed off the right or wrong, depending on how you look at it, person, something will come out of it. But other than that, no, nothing will come out of it. It's like, oh my god, the NBA draft is rigged. No, oh. not another frozen envelope. No way. I've never heard that before. I was watching the lottery and I saw a lot of pissed off representatives, and they were like, "And you know, I don't know. This isn't exactly what it is. It's like Houston Rock or Orlando Magic gets eight, and they were like, "Fuck!" You could tell they were so pissed because they sucked so bad. Yeah, and they still couldn't crack like top five. And I forget how it was, but you're looking, you're like, "Yeah, this is some bullshit right now." You could tell who's all sitting there smug, like they know they're getting a dope pick. Oh like, yeah, it's mad funny. Right? They gave they, they really, gave that they gave the Spurs number one overall in a, in an attempt to like, please, pop, don't leave us. And that was that was that was their that was their gift to Popovich to be like, please don't retire because we yeah, need we'll you. We'll give you this Listen, kid. 
listen, that that Wemby kid. Speaking of that top kid, I know he's like the next Yao Ming, like height wise. He looks too thin, fragile. Somebody told me I said the same thing. I made this comment. I'm like, he's lanky as fuck. He looks like he Kevin looks like Durant, has- but even thinner and yes. longer. And I'm like, you can't last. And somebody was telling me they were like, nah, man. If you've seen this kid play. He's a fucking beast. He puts bodies on. Yes. He moves. He's, he's he's aggressive. I'm like, okay. Paul. I'm like, cool. yeah, against college kids. Right. He's like 19, 20. Right. He's going to turn 24. And then they're like, oh my, dude, you have massive osteoporosis. You have spinal injuries. Dude, that'd be like me going to play like high school football, football right now. His heart. You know what I mean? Like, His imagine imagine like me going up against a high school football big. player. Right. If I lined up a nose tackle against basically any center in the state right now, I'd body him. <laughs> like you know, you're gonna be like, yeah, nah, dude, like, no chance. Just, because you're just outside of all right, maybe like five guys. Well, and so then, nationally registered D one. Yeah, did you? Sure. Did right. you see? I'm sure there's a couple of fucking freaks out there that I'm like, nah, right, nah. yeah. The San Antonio Spurs deleted their live like introduction of them. Did you see that? No, why? Because they did like a live introduction on Twitter or social media, whatever all their pages are, right? And he's out there. They're like, oh, take a few jump shots. He couldn't hit one he jump bra- shot. <laughs> he couldn't hit one. And they're just like, delete. Yeah, cut this, cut this. <laughs> like, uh-uh. Kill that. It Kill was that hysterical food. because he tried. He was like, ah. And it was like short, way over. And you can see the guy in the background like this. <laughs> like that, that that fat dude in the Rockets jersey. Ah shit! Oh, the, uh, not funny. the Rockets jersey. The red the the red jersey. The fat kid. He's just like yes. heaving up fucking balls from behind his head, just like whipping them over the backboard at yeah, the yeah. backboard, like just missing on purpose. Yeah. Um. But yeah. Now it was. I'm uh, interested to see how this kid's career plays out. Oh, well, me too. To be honest with you, here it is. I don't know if I'm too pumped on him. The perfect music. <laughs> Just over and over, over again. Yeah. He didn't Rimming hit one it shot. Out. Rimming it out. Like, yeah. Oof. Not good. Yeah. Uh, but no, I'm I'm curious to see how his career pans out too. I mean, fuck the Spurs and fuck Popovich, but yeah, I'm not a fan. Of, I, I always hated Tony Parker. I mean, honestly, the, the, I, I think Tim Duncan. I think the San Antonio Spurs are the one only only Texas team I've never got behind not once. Tim Duncan has long hair now. Yeah. Really? Crazy. He looks like a homeless person. Yeah. I've um I've never cared for the Spurs. Never once. I never liked him back in the day. Never liked him. And then I really never liked him like as gro- like growing up because they were kind of like the Lakers rival. David Robinson was on the Yeah, Spurs. it was David Robinson and Timmy really, Duncan. Yeah, yeah, I never really cared for David Ro- I liked Tim Duncan. That was, that was the, it. The, the, that was, it was like the Twin Towers. You know, they were yeah. the second coming of the Twin Towers. Right, right. Yeah, Tim Duncan was the only cool one on that team. You had Ralph, uh, Ralph Sampson and Olajuwon back in the day. That was the original Twin Towers. Um, but no, I just never like the the Spurs are the one Texas team like I've never got behind once. Like I can say I've gotten behind the Rangers, the Astros, the Cowboys, the Texans, the Oilers, At the least Mavericks once in your life. And other than that, like I'm like now the Spurs. I've never once rooted for the Spurs. Yeah, never once been like you know what I don't care who wins this, but if the Spurs win it, I'm okay with it. Nope, nope, never. I've just. Honestly, I think the Spurs might be right there with the Patriots in, te- in terms of like teams that I fucking hate. Fuck you. I could see no, that. No, no, I'm sorry. Hold on. They're not right there with the Patriots. The Patriots are clean cut and above everybody else. They're yeah. right there with the Chiefs. Chiefs. I was going to say Chiefs are in that category. Like Chiefs, Raiders, Spurs, Yankees. I'm sure there's a few more that would like really fucking Steelers. Hate. 
Like yeah. the Steelers just piss me off. I don't know why. Like I I I, I own a Joey Porter jersey because I fucking love Joey Porter and his right, attitude. Right, right. And I love the players on the Steelers, but I just fucking hate the Steelers cuz like when the Steelers were good, like the like Steelers fans are always just like a little more arrogant than they need they need to be. They're a little louder than they need to be. They're a little yeah. more suicidy when they have to they're, be. Yeah, they're you know they'll they'll lose, but then they'll lose to the Jaguars in the first round of the playoffs, and it's just like, who the yeah. fuck are you? Like, are you kidding me? That, like, guy, yeah. that guy that threatened to hang himself in the bathroom the Steelers, has kids now. Steelers fan, Steelers fans are the generic Cowboys fans when talking about like holding on to like the Steelers and Cowboys. And yeah, but the, no, the, but they the don't have to. No, I know. No, be, I no, know that they won. Not. I know they've won Super Bowls like since then. But, but I'm they've just been saying, competitive like, as fuck ever since. Right, but they still. They, but they never yes. talk about these teams. These these two. Thousands teams. They always talk about way back in the fucking day with fucking uh, with uh, Bradshaw and all. You know, me and Joe Green. It's like, yo, you guys have had good teams since then. Yeah, you but know what no, I'm they saying? talk like, about it. People still pump up Cordell Stewart, and he won nothing with them. Not even close. I mean, yeah, well, he got to an AFC Championship once. That but that's it. but that's my point. Is they're still pumping up fucking. But my Cordell thing with the, my thing with the Steelers is like, yeah, all right, Sean, you're right. They're they're competitive, but like they've never had a losing season under Mike Tomlin. I yeah, did not know, I know that. I that's know, impressive. But, really but the, but the Broncos never had a losing season under Mike Shanahan either, which is impressive. So like again, yeah, but again, there was a lot of eight and eight teams and nine and seven teams that Mike Shanahan coached in Denver that just weren't very fucking good. Yeah, but they still were better they than were most of the league. Right. I'm not, but I'm not saying that Mike Shanahan and Mike Tomlin need to be taken down a notch. In fact, I think Mike Tomlin is one of the best coaches in the NFL. He's probably more underrated. I think he's, I think he's yes. actually one of the most underrated coaches right. in the NFL. Right, some of the people he was You know who underrates with? him more than anybody? Steelers fans. They don't appreciate that fucking man. Right. I would love... They still talk about Kawa and the chin. Yeah, they're like, oh, you're Kawa and the chin and Landry and blah, blah, blah. And it's like, dude, shut the fuck up. Like, you got one of the best coaches in the fucking league now. Yeah. That being said, I feel like honestly the Steelers they're just kind of there to round out the numbers most years. Like they're one of those teams that are like, yeah, they're good. Yeah, we can't take them lightly. But right. also Tim Tebow could put up 316 yards on them and and beat him in overtime. Right. They're consistent enough to be like in the question, but they're not like the Ravens where like the Ravens will disappear for a couple of years and then come back and have like some crazy year where <laughs> See, they I disagree. The Ravens I, I put the Ravens game. and the Steelers right back in the same category. Right. Like, they're, they'll flare up and they'll have like good runs. Well, that's what I'm saying. But, but the nobody's Ravens ever like, more, "Oh shit." I think the Ravens are more up and down with the flare-ups rather than the Steelers being more consistent. But I put them together in the same category as, like, I could give two fucks about those teams. Like, I mean, right now the AFC is kind of fucked. Because like, basically you got Kansas City. Bengals. Cincinnati. Buffalo. Buffalo. Like, that's your big three in the and AFC. that's it. Like you know, like okay, the Ravens. The Ravens are up there too. The Ravens are gonna. The Ravens. They you know. Okay, if if Lamar stays healthy, okay, cool. Uh, you know, if Russ and and Peyton click, like all right, the Broncos are gonna be a problem. You got the Chargers. The Chargers. They, the, but you know, Joe, like but Joe Staley's 10, Joe like, Staley's a fucking moron. So like, no, they, right. no matter how good they are, right. they're always gonna be again. They're just there to kind of round out the numbers. Right. Count nobody. But when you look at when you look at teams that are actually like. All right, like this is a team that could legitimately win the Super Bowl. Cincy, Buffalo, Kansas City. Like that's that's it in the AFC. Right. Those are your three like okay, those are three. Now, don't get me wrong, that's not to say that Denver, San Diego, uh, you know, uh uh, uh the Jets 
the Dolphins, whatever, you know, insert Can't team. Can't eliminate one of them. The Jaguars yeah. couldn't couldn't make a run right. and go one of those like, oh, my God, this is an improbable historic run and, and win a Super Bowl. But when you're talking about like right now preseason, like we haven't even seen training camp yet. Yeah, Buffalo, Cincy, Kansas City. There's your big three. Like figure out a way to beat those three teams. You, you can pretty much figure out a way to win the Super Bowl or at least get to the, get to the Super Bowl. So if you're Denver, if you're Herbert and the Chargers, if you're, uh, you know, Sunshine and the Jaguars, if you're the Dolphins with Tua, you're the Jets with A-Rod, like, yeah, there's a lot of hope there. And there's a lot of like, all right, a lot of plus side, a lot of positives, a lot of, lot, of, lot of upside here. Who's going to make it come together? Those three teams got it together. They know where they're going. They know what their destiny is. They know they're in the playoffs. They know that, like, okay, yep, we're going to do what we do for 17 weeks, 17 games, or 18 weeks, 17 games. We're going to get in the playoffs, and then once we get to January, that's when the season starts. Playa Mia. That's it. Three teams in the AFC. Other than that, like, the rest is a crapshoot. Right. Now, it's right. not to say the other ones can't win or don't have a shot. That's That, that would be completely ridiculous of me to say because we've all seen it a million times where a team comes out of left field, you know, a la, you know, the 05 Steelers. You know, as a wild card team, or the 06 Colts, you know, you know the 07 Giants, the 2011 <clears throat> Giants, 2012. Oh, the 2011 Giants. Yeah, they did it both times. Uh, or what about I don't know? I mean, the 2010 Packers. You know, what I mean? they were a, they were a fringe playoff team. They, they they barely held it down. I mean, they had to go on the road in the NFC Championship into Chicago. A Jay Cutler-led Chicago Bears team was hosting the AFC, uh, NFC Championship that year. And B.J. Raji was like, give it to me, Raji. Give it yeah. to me, Raji. <laughs> you know what I mean? So, I think whatever. he died. Look that up. No, you think Ron Brace. No, I know Ron Brace is dead because they, they were teammates at Boston College. R.I.P. in peace. Ron Brace. I, we, have I told that story on the air? Yes, many times. Not many times. Many times. At least three or four. I don't even think it was that many. Said you've told it a few. No, I mean I've mentioned it a few, but I don't think I've actually told the story. The night I was Ron Brace. Yeah. No, you're right. I, he's alive. B, I was gonna say I don't remember BJ. Rogers I don't remember BJ Rogers dying. Yeah. Unfortunately, Ryan Mail at 35 years old. Dude. I know that's crazy. 35, dude. Was he with his young. kids and shit or something, or his family? He's or at the was... beach, so I'm assuming he was having fun with people. That right, sucks right. Ass. And he was. Uh... Um. Yeah, it just sucks. He's a dude. high school head coach, whatever his local high school was. Yeah, he was coaching head uh, 35. Huh. Coaching. Ron Brace last told the media on March 14, 2016, that he wasn't retiring, but he was taking a professional break from football, but he would return. No one has since heard from BJ Raji. <laughs> That's just funny the way it ends. Really? He's no alive. one has since heard from BJ Raji. <laughs> He's like, I'll be back, guys. He went to the store to get some milk. He just never showed up. <laughs> hmm. Some flashbacks. Where have I, where have I, where have I heard that story before? <laughs> I just, Why is this lining up perfectly? I just love how they interviewed him, and he's like, "I'll be back, guys. Don't worry, it's not yeah, retirement." He just never. Comes no one's back. ever heard from him since. Like, wow. Okay. I'm gonna go to the gas station get some get some butts in a. Yeah, somebody should do a wellness check on my boy BJ Rogers. Yeah. you know. Seven seven four nine nine two eight seven zero two. We got a video we're gonna play here uh, coming up. Um, it's an interesting video. It's an interesting take, I should say. Um, so. Obviously, you know Ooh, that feels nice. There's a lot of different takes, right? When it comes to 
the world of lifting weights and, and training and, and body, when it, whether it's bodybuilding, strongman, CrossFit, you know, whatever you're... No, CrossFit's dead. Whatever you're into. Is CrossFit dead, though? Yeah, it's dead. Uh, wait, you mean to tell me I can't open up a gym and charge people $250 a month to join it for two days a week? You can. I kind of think a lot of people started realizing that it's, like, bad for you. Because, like, the amount If of, you're over 5'9", it's painful. The, the over-repetition that you do literally damages and breaks down. I mean, listen, I was one of the first people to tell you CrossFit was the dumbest fucking thing ever. Yeah. When I saw somebody do a pull-up a pull CrossFit way, that's, 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 and I'm going, it's kipping. It's and I'm called going kipping. zero, zero, and they're like, 255, two, and I'm like, zero. The Army military like, guy, is that what you're talking about? Well, yeah, but he's, I mean, What was his name? He was the, funny as shit. The dude. Stitch guy? Zero. Yeah, well, zero, zero. zero. Yeah. He just like comment on other like CrossFitters' videos, like just yeah. in audio over them. Yep, and I had the most great. typical CrossFit. Um, don't knock cross, CrossFit till you try it. And like somebody coming up to me, we were in Legends up in Waterville Valley, New Hampshire, and literally the kid was trying to just make conversation. And hey, bro, you ever tried CrossFit? That was the fucking first thing out of his goddamn mouth. And I'm looking at him, I'm like, Are you fucking serious? This was kind of like now that I think back on so it, so typical. Yep, I'm like now that I think back on it, I'm like, You gotta be kidding me. I'm like, That's because li- this was like before that really gained traction. Like, you know, like. Crossfitters like well, yeah. Crossfit they was, have to tell you they do Crossfit and don't knock it till you try it kind of thing. Crossfit was the opposite of Fight Club, right? <laughs> I literally had that experience kind of like before, like just as maybe it was like gaining traction because this was years ago. This was this was probably like 2013 or, no. or 12. 2012 Crossfit was red hot. So I was, was like gonna say yeah because let's see, I quit Knuckleheads. I stopped Maybe bouncing. It was 2010. It had to have been earlier than that because this was the this was the Waterville years. Had so. been like 0809. Because I remember like I can't remember. CrossFit was starting Sweet to get big. Might remember because I was I was already was done involved. I was already done working at Knuckleheads in 2012. Yeah. And, uh, end of 2012, beginning of 2013. Squeef was with me at this at this event. So that I was remember. and and CrossFit had already gained like. Yeah, it's, it's thing because I remember like me and Garrett would just go back and forth on Facebook all the time, and I'd just be like, "Oh, do, how do you know somebody does CrossFit?" And I think like, he still does like, CrossFit. Don't worry, they'll tell you. Tell I think <laughs> like, he still does. And they get the socks, and they're like, "Oh, look at me doing my like wall shoulder presses or whatever the fuck it was." Wall they, balls. Well, yeah, they like I they, did they do like I, a handstand on the wall, and then like do like oh, no, upside down. Like I did, I did I'm CrossFit like, for a year. What the fuck it, is the point? Was, of? Why don't you just grab some fucking dumbbells? It was a good workout, but then, loser. but then expen- it's just expensive. I did it for a year, and I, and it was like it was it was good cardiovascular work. I mean, that was like, and I know we're gonna get into that, but it was like you get like your heart and everything pumping, but it was just like it's. I still missed it because I still went to the gym. That was pre-kid, pre-married, so I was like, I would do CrossFit, but then I would still go to gold. Do you know what I mean? Well, so I mean, it was kind of like... High-intensity interval training was never like... That was not a new concept. No, no. P90X. Remember P90X? Yeah. Sean T, bro. Sean T made but mad like, money off but, that. He still makes money but off But CrossFit that, so just became like the trendy way to do... Yes. Hit workouts, and then like they turned it into a thing, and they started charging people mad money. Because everybody knew aerobics was mad fucking lame, bro, so yeah. they had to like... Spruce. They had to just like millennialize or whatever. That's even a fucking word. Yeah, they gave cocaine to everybody. They, yeah, they had to like make you know modernize or whatever. Make fucking make all aerobics. Did, yeah, hit. all they did was That's rebrand it. fucking like aerobics. Paula Abdul's fucking yeah. Jane Fonda's like workouts. Yeah. That's all right, listen. Don't you knock Paula Abdul. And they were like, that video was banging with that. Here's cat. some barbells. <laughs> yeah. Like I follow this one chick on Instagram. I don't know what her name is. Like Danielle 
like Spiegel or something like that. Spiegel. 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 I don't know. She's a fucking beast. I'll tell you. Right, I'm going. I'll, 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 I'll give it that. She's like one of the like top like CrossFit athletes in the world. Yeah. And like I watch some of the lifts she does, and I'm like, huh. Like, wow. Good job, Danielle Spiegel. Spiegel. Fucking very impressed. You even said Spiegel. it right. I don't know if it was Spiegel or Schmiegel. Oh, wow. She's a house. Yeah, dude. Death by Snoo Snoo for days. <laughs> like, oh, no. That's not Snoo Snoo. No, man. if you want to die. Is. No, she will crush she your no, pelvis. No, she will crush me. She's beautiful. She will crush your pelvis. No, she's hot. Definitely hot. She's just eating a raw steak. <laughs> she's sitting on a beach eating food trash. She's, she's, yeah, close she's your eating, legs. Eating a raw steak. That's <laughs> yeah. a little trashy. Her legs are closed, actually. Huh? Her legs are closed. No, they're not. Yeah, legs right there, closed. Yeah. Nah, she's she's a beast, like yeah. in in a good way. But like, other than that, it's just like, dude, like, and I want like look at her. It's like, all right. So they were talking about the uh, the transgender thing up on the uh, in uh, in Congress the other day, whatever. Because uh, I forget what state it was that passed a law that was like absolutely not females are not allowed to com- uh, biological males are not allowed to compete in male sports. Right. And there's this like DEI lesbian, like total fucking loser. Uh, I think she was a college professor. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> I'm I- I trying. To- yeah, <laughs> college professor. And she's like trying to testify, and then uh, Riley Gaines was there, who's the swimmer that competed against um, yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, Leah Thomas, Leah yeah. Thomas, whatever his, whatever its, it's name actually is, because it's got a huge dick that walks around fully erect in the women's locker room just to piss everybody off, um, which is a funny thing. But uh, we'll probably get this. This show will probably get pulled for this segment. But yeah, anyway, thanks, Joe, you <laughs> they were like, she was. They were like, oh, they were like, uh, you know this. The, the woman, the DEI woman who's like, you know, sitting there like trans, you know, all whatever. She's like, I think it's fucking hilarious. Or not, I'm paraphrasing, obviously, you use these words. But right, she was right. like, I think it's funny how like men think they could beat like Venus and Serena Williams in tennis. And they're like, actually, the 206th ranked male tennis player in the world blasted both of them like right. three weeks ago. Right. And they're phenoms in terms of women. Right. Like. And the 206th ranked men was just like, yeah, light work. Like, it wasn't even a practice. It was like, right. he had a better shot. It's like, yeah, it's like, no shit. It's like, this is the reason why the 15-year-old boys team in fucking Dallas smoked the U.S. women's national team in soccer. Yeah. Like seven to nothing <laughs> know, or eight to nothing. And it's like, yo, y'all not realize, like, it doesn't matter. Like, you, you, you I know Nike tried with the anything you can do, I can do better. Yeah. Or was that Adidas? I don't remember. Uh, that, that was, was Nike. Nike. Yeah. But it, it just, it, but it's, but unfortunately, you were lied to. It's not the case. So anyway, it goes back to this whole thing. But anyway, back to the uh, crossfitting thing and, and and the cardiovascular stuff. So we, I came across this video on Instagram earlier. And, um, I thought this was JFK's nephew. Or something it, else. No, it just it took me by surprise because this is a guy who's he's uh, from what I can tell, he's he's a at least a, a high amateur, low level pro bodybuilder. No, he is a bodybuilder. He, it, he's retired though. Yeah, so he does all the he does all the silver competitions. Yeah, now. he's somebody. He's somebody who's been somebody who knows what it's what it is to be in in bodybuilding and weightlifting and all this other stuff. Right, right. And I don't know. I just I'll let you guys listen. I thought this take, you know, for me, I'll just let you guys listen. 
I think one good challenge for people who used to lift and be strong is to start doing uh, incrementally more cardiovascular stuff. Runs or cycling or swimming or even elliptical get into amazing cardio shape. First of all, that increases your longevity. Second of all, it makes you feel fucking amazing. Third of all, you get to eat a bunch of food and still be super lean and light and healthy. That's not true. And also, it hurts more and it's just objectively more difficult than lifting weights. I don't give a fuck what anyone says. Cardio is fucking harder. Like what marathon runners do is harder. Mm-hmm. Fuck you. you. Lift a thousand pound stone. Great. Run 26 miles, motherfucker. Like anything that takes a second is not that fucking hard to do. So challenge, and I would say cardio, the vascular stuff is a it great just, challenge. It's just on a loop there. again. And then, you know, if I can just build the body, yeah, then you're fucking set. Now that I've listened to it a little more clearly, i got a few things to say. About well, that. I have a few things to say too, but. Go I'll ahead. Go, I'll no, go. You guys start. Okay, you go first. Basically, I just want to point out from what I, from what I was talking about before. This guy is clearly just mentally weak. Well, what do you if what do you mean you by think, mentally weak? If you think he says it, dude, he's like, it's fu- anything you know, anything that you can do in one second isn't fucking hard. It's it's I, ten I times harder. It's ten times harder to do cardio than it is to lift weights. I'm like, why? Because you're just sitting there doing some mind numbing bullshit. Because you got to be like, I need to be doing something. What you can't just focus and, and buckle down and, and and focus on breathing and focus on what you're doing and just run or do your bike. I can sit on a fucking bike for an hour, no fucking problem. I can't, don't like to go any longer than that because my fucking ball. Fall asleep. Oh, the gooch. Yes, the my gooch goes balls numb. fall asleep, numb, and it's fucking really weird. You're gonna stand so up. So at about 45 minute mark, that's when it starts to get like, yeah, all right, up. I should probably yeah. get off this. But I've gone an hour before, no fucking problem. All I do is sit there, throw on music, and go in fucking retard mode, and just sit there and go, er, and fucking just sit there and, and think about absolutely nothing. Hundred percent. That's all I do. Lifting fucking weights when I'm sitting there and I'm getting under three plates or whatever it is on the bench or, or or if we're doing fucking rows if i'm trying to get like half the stack i don't give a fuck i'm like mentally sitting there prepping thinking about it like all right i gotta get solid you know solid reps solid form and i gotta fucking lift this fucking heavy ass weight the, the other thing i don't agree in this and, and he's yoked which is weird because that just says to well, me that his mind, just it, because his it, it mind just makes me works wonder, a different way. I'm, it makes, so I don't it makes call me wonder. Weak. It makes me wonder who he's simping out to. I think he's transitioning. Right. That sounds fucking horrible in 2023. I think he's transitioning from being a bodybuilder to cardio, and he's finding it difficult. And he's like, you know what? This is hard. Just as hard, if not harder than this. But I disagree with him. I was talking with you guys earlier. I've, I've, well, I have a not newly diagnosed, but I have like blood pressure issues and. My family history is like they've had like a bunch of heart attacks like in their mid to late thirties and I'm just getting there now. So I'm on blood pressure medication and my blood and my blood pressure is like fucking through the roof on like a regular day. It'll be like just bad. I don't want to talk about it. One eighty over one (laughs) forty. It was recently the other day one the low number was one forty and it was like, you know, calm down I had to like breathe and calm down or else I was like on the verge of a stroke or whatever the fuck they say, Jeez. right? So I don't know why that happens. Just bad genetics. So your, fine. your blood pressure was basically what I run at anytime I watch a Broncos game. Yes, yes. <laughs> yeah. Great great point. Exactly. <laughs> so I do a lot of uh, cycling. I have, a, I have a Peloton at home. Uh, it was a great investment for me a few years ago and I've used it ever since. I showed you guys the stats. I used it 30 days straight because um, it tracks in 30-day increments. I've been on it every single day. I wake That's up at really 6 a.m. 6 a.m. every morning, I wake up now, and I do at least 30, 35 minutes every day. So I've oh, done mean? 15, I think in the last 30 days, I've done 15 and a half hours or 16 hours total. I've burned 15,000 calories from my height and my body weight 
done onto the thing, so it's rough estimate right there. I feel good after it, and I feel like like done for the day. But I also told both you guys I feel weak, and that's why I've started to like I've I've found my dumbbells. I'm working my dumbbells at night, so I'll do like a two workout day now, and like I don't have like that pump. I miss the feeling of having like that like rush. And another great thing about lifting weights that you can't get with cardio, cardio yes, sustainability. It gives you long endurance. It gives you more endurance. Sure, I'll give them that. But at the same time, you don't have like the, like like it's like think of it like the stock market. You're flipping cardio is instant results. You're, you're day trading. That's cardio. If you want long term investments, like that's what weightlifting is because it'll keep burning calories for you for days later, 300 calories a day or something like that. And you're constantly building muscle and that's burning more calories. And you see sustained gains like months later. Cardio is instant relief. Weightlifting is long term like 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 results. So there's like sure. a give and take there. So that's why I'm right. like, I'm in the middle. Like well, I agree yeah, with the guy sometimes, that, but then other times he's wrong, 100%. Right. That holds true in terms of like, you could literally train for like six months to a year and run a marathon. Yes. I can't train six months to a year and become a fucking strong man. Absolutely not. No. Not happening. No. Not, not in not, any not, fucking Not, not one that's competitive. No. That's what and, I mean. And that's like, where I kind of, that's like, that's where this, this clip kind of got me. And the only reason why we put this on the show and, and the reason why I'm putting this up is because I got into a... That's a good talking point. I, I would like say this. it was a fairly heated back and forth on this thread of this Instagram thread, like of me and a couple other people. And there was people that were defending him, like saying like, no, cardio is way harder. And I'm like, no, like, no. And this is no disrespect to anybody who ran the Boston Marathon, but 30,000 plus people completed the Boston Marathon this year. Yes, all right. right. There is not thirty 50 fucking five years old. There are not thirty thousand like, plus people in this state that can bench four hundred five. Not even close. Right. That could squat four hundred five. That could deadlift four hundred five. And that would only bring you to a very meager twelve hundred pound total. Okay. Right. Right. Because right. you do three. Oh yeah. Yeah. Your big three. That's what your 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 totals shooting are. For 15, you know, right. fifteen hundred is usually like okay. Shooting. That's what you're shooting. That's your base. Yeah. That's where you should be because you should be. Four, five, six is kind of, yeah, yeah. you know, the general rule of thumb. Like 400 bench, 500 squat, 600, 600 dead. dead. Right. Like if you can do that, you're now oh, 1%. <laughs> but the, the problem I had with what this guy was saying, I, I don't want to say this guy. What was his name? I don't know. I've never, Piazza. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to look, look at the link. He's and, uh, balder with no much. I, I had his see. name. The thing that bought that I'm like, like you were saying to us, who's he simping out for? Like this dude's absolutely yoked. He's clearly been to the pretty much the top of the mountain when it comes to being, you know, physically fit, you know, bodybuilder, whatever, getting in shape. Uh, you know, being his huge. name is uh, Ivan Putski. Mike is Israel. No idea. I, I don't know how to say the last. It looks like Israel, but with a T in it. Huh. So Israel, Mike Israel. Uh, he is a co-founder at a you know NPC bodybuilder. How old is he? Is it say brown belt? Uh, it doesn't. Uh, I could probably go further no, into it, but I don't want to disrespect him. But what, well, no, because what, what's he, he's, say he's clearly time? got some accomplished. Mike, Michael, is yep. Rattel, I S R A E T E L. Gotcha. Right. He's a doctor. The le- yeah, which I mean of what. I'm looking at it. I'm over here calling this guy mentally. Uh, it's, it's, it's sport, no, he's in sports psychology. 
Okay, so I mean, still nothing to spit at. No. Like, that t- takes a like lot of schooling. Like we say, the guy clearly's been around the block when it this comes is, to the world of fitness. And this is why I think, and this is why I think he was making this video. He's forty six. I think they understood like the, it was like a health issue, and they said, "Listen, you're way too big to sustain the size like of what you are. You got to start cutting down." Right. And down. At some point, guys like me who lift big, eat big. You can't forever. You can't it's do not it. Sustainable. And, 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 and that's why, like, and I've been extremely open with this with anybody who's talked to me. Uh, like I am like days away from just like pulling that ace out from up my sleeve and and diving into the world of anabolics and just being like, all right, like I got one last shot at doing anything that I really want to do here because Joey I'm, country. Let's ride. I'm 30. Yeah. I'm 38 and a half years old. Not to sound like a six year old, but I'm 38 and a half. Like I don't have many more years of being able to lift heavy in me. You know what I mean? I got maybe what four or five tops if I'm lucky. Yeah. You know, if you stay on if, top and do it the right way. If I yeah, if, if injuries stay away and so on and so forth. I mean, right now I'm doing things that I've I've never done before. I recommitted myself back in September. I made a, a mental conscious decision that I was going to get back in the gym and lift heavy and do what I'd been doing for years and years because I'd lost my way. Anybody who's known me or talked to me had known I was in a rut. You know, for two or three years before COVID happened, like two or three years, I had just been in a rut where I was just going to the gym, going through the motions, didn't really care. I hit some big bench numbers. I hit like 465 on the bench at one point and was like, cool. And then I subsequently tore my pack like, you know, four or five weeks later. And it was just like, all right, fuck, like that yeah. set me back six months. Bad long. And then I did it again and I tore my pack again. And they weren't bad tears. They weren't off the bone, but they were like, I'd say characterize them more as like severe strains. But my point is, is like I was going hard in the paint, doing things that not a lot of people I know can do. Right. And like, and it's not to sit here and pump myself up. Like, I don't care. Like, I know there are guys. Listen, (laughs) I'm saying I I made a point in this Instagram thread that I'm like, you know, there are 30,000 people in April finished the Boston Marathon. I would love to know how many people can bench 500 pounds. Not even 500. And you know what I mean? Like 300. And, and I'm not, and no, I'm just saying, like, how many people, like, and I go through my Instagram feed and my Twitter feed. And to me, because the people I follow and the people I watch, I feel like literally everybody except me can bench 500 pounds. I'm like, I'm the only one that's that left can't, right. that can't do it. And I'm like, fuck. I'm like, well, right, I got Because when you get to that level, that's the, that's, there, there so you are. That's what this guy was know. saying was like, oh, anything that only takes one second doesn't hurt, isn't shit. I'm like, no, I disagree. Because when I was in college, when I first started college, I was running six, seven miles a day. And I was doing it in under an hour. Well, they, yeah, they under uh, under fifty minutes in some day, in some cases. Like I remember when I my freshman year of college, the first time I hit a sub fifty minute seven mile run, and I was like, because I was training because I, I I remember I'll never forget it, dude. I'd gotten shot on the break at an indoor paintball tournament, and I was like, I need to be faster. <laughs> I need to be faster. I need to be lighter. I need to be faster. And I thought, okay, well, let's get lighter. First and foremost, let's get lighter. I was 270 pounds when I was uh, in April of my senior year of high school. Mm-hmm. By the time I started college in September, I was 217. So, and I, and keep in mind that 270 I was in high school, I'd never, I'd never once seen the inside of a gym. I'd never lifted a weight. I'd never benched, squatted, none of that. 
I was just a fucking pudgy, doughy kid. And then I started running every day because dad would make fun of me and call me Fluffy after Cartman's pet pig from South Park. Yeah, I remember that. Yeah, yeah, yeah he does. <laughs> and it would be like, he'd be like, hey, fat ass. It was always, hey, fat ass. What are you doing? Hey, fat ass. Because I was the doughy one. Paul was built like a brick shit house. Like, Paul had a six pack at like nine. And it was wow. just like, and it went away fast. And, kid and it was like, but Paul would come home like down two fucking liters of Coke. And, and and two bags of Doritos and a box of Twinkies and then go out and play fucking Pop Warner football like and be <laughs> and like smoke the, a cigarette. and be the best player on the team and everyone was just like, Yeah, that's just Paul. He's just out there fucking he's a one man wrecking ball. He was like, a decent athlete when I was younger. He was a great athlete when he was when you were younger, you were a great athlete. He was, was, was he was he was now dog shit. Athleticism, as far as like athletic ability, yeah, like right. Paul had it all for the family. Keith, I mean we won't even bring Keith into the, in that. That kid, when he would run, he would Naruto run wherever he went. Keith can tie some good boat knots. <laughs> I'll, give, I'll give you that. Keith knows how to motor a boat. I don't want to. I don't want to show. Yeah, Keith's got his talents. Athletics weren't one Sports of them. Sports is not one. Although of them. I guess snowboarding was pretty athletic. Snowboarding, the kid could fucking crack a rail. You know, he'd he'd fucking he'd hit some pretty nasty down rails and shit. Like I'd seen him snowboard. But my thing was this: was that like when I was running. Back at, like, when I ran every day, I mean, I remember leaving, like, cookouts, like, 4th of July cookouts, and being like, nah, like, I gotta, I gotta go, I gotta, I, it's, it's already, it's 3 o'clock, I gotta go run, I gotta go for a run. Yeah, but yeah. I don't miss that shit and either. Though. Listen, I don't miss it either, but it was easy. The hardest part about running was stopping whatever I was doing, the mental commitment. putting on my running shoes, and walking out the front door. That was it. Then I got into lifting weights. And and I'm not even saying bodybuilding, just lifting. Like I'm not a bodybuilder by any stretch. I'm not a strong man. I've done some things that a lot of people can't do. Yeah, I can't do what you do. And I, I, I listen. That's cool. There people have done way better, cooler shit than I have. I just did it because it was fun, and I like doing it, and I like being big. You know, I always like joke around and say like, yeah, I got 99 problems and still fitting through doors is one. Mm-hmm. Like, and I take that semi seriously. Like, I always want to be bigger. I've bulked, I've cut, I've leaned, I've bought, I've tried bodybuilding, power man, strong man, whatever, like powerlifting, whatever you want to do. I've tried it all. I've read done the Arnold book from front to back I, several times, several times. I think I still have it. Like oh, I've no, got the body, you know. Here, actually, the point is, is that this guy, when he's saying like, for him to sit there and say like, oh, pick up a thousand pound stone one time, pull, takes a second, boom, you're okay. That's not hard. No. Because there was countless fucking hours right. that went into training your body in, a, in order to be able to pick up that 1,000-pound stone right. Just because the one end goal time. took one second doesn't mean the journey there right. was which is why just I'm like, short. Which is why this was so mystifying to me, why this video like caught my attention as much as it did. I even showed it to my wife. My wife was like, what the fuck is he talking about? Yeah. And my wife has been lifting weights for, what, two and a half years now? Mm. Probably mm. more than that. No, like... No, I mean, like, actively lifting weights. Like, she she was, admittedly, she'll tell you, she was a cardio buddy her whole life. Oh, she, yeah, but she's been in the gym for a long time. But she didn't start lifting weights. Now she's like, okay, I know how much a 35-pound dumbbell is versus a 40-pound dumbbell. Like, I, I know what the difference between she those things are. can feel the difference. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like, I know what my limitations are. It's like tomorrow. When we're going to do shoulders tomorrow, Ugh. right, I'm going to sit there and I'm going to go, I'm gonna give you. I'm gonna give myself two good sets to warm up with dumbbells. Fuck, we're doing shoulders tomorrow. Yeah. What did you think we were doing? I thought we did shoulders last time. 
How many last week. We were supposed to do shoulders today, but you bitched out because you were sore. Dude, my my my, my legs are killing me. I don't do legs. Kay. Paul Paul put down. We we laid sod down at Paul's house yesterday. Listen, yeah, I'm, I'm glad. And he's like dead. No, I'm glad you said that. I'm too old to do legs anymore. Yeah, I, I, if I go to the legs. gym, legs off the fucking calendar. I don't need legs. My calves are fucking huge as fuck. Naturally, I got bigger calves than fucking anybody. I don't give a fuck. Genetically, yes, we were blessed with great calves. Yes, most everybody, every single one of my friends that was in bodybuilding. Yeah, you have great calves. Thank you. I know. Damn, I'm jealous now because I I I have a thick calf, but I have no definition. Mine a fucking monster. I remember I remember being in the academy and doing like the little like stand on your tippy toes. Yeah, and the kids behind me were like. Damn, P. We used to go to the calf press in, in Howland Place <laughs> yeah. and just rack it out and do like negatives. Yeah, I can do. I'd I can, be able to do negatives for like thirty with the whole with like three twenty on the rack. I do great with that too, but I don't have the definition you do. Yeah, I got crazy definition. Now my my calves look like a butt cheek. Yeah, I don't need to do <laughs> legs. I just need to shrink my fat upper body because I look like it looks like a like a pair of like Lego legs, like a Lego man legs, like plugged into an orange. You know what I'm saying? Like I, <laughs> I need to drop the but upper body. My my whole thing with this guy's video, with this guy's take on this was it was bizarre to me because like I said, even my wife, who admittedly had been a cardio bunny most of her life, like that she wasn't go, chopped and edited or anything like well, that. Like do we my, jump into the no, middle of the no, conversation? No. Well, yeah, well, the is. only thing is is that that was I don't know what the context before and after was, so I don't. Right. That's why I'm not killing the guy. Like right, I'm not right. sitting here. Like I'm not going to sit here and tell him like, no, you fucking idiot. Like, no, no, no. I don't have the full context. I, I'll. I might go back and actually try to watch the full episode right. of what they uh, of that. I think it was Elite FTS, Elite Lifts uh, right. Instagram post. Uh, because the guy clearly knows what he's talking about. Like right, he's a, he's a right. he's a doctor. He's got a good education. He's a bodybuilder. Like, Seems very well accomplished. Yeah. So for. Which is why it kind of like pissed me off, or like to say that, and it's like not pissed me off, but like to sit there and like diminish, like no, but, it, no, it pissed you off because it's just so blatantly obvious that that there's got to be something behind there's this. So, yeah, there's there's an ulterior motive here. There's got to be something because nobody who's that big, who's been around weightlifting or fitness altogether for that long and done all those things. Would ever think that running a twenty-six mile marathon is ten times or 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 fuck out of here difficult than lifting fucking weights? And what he was doing too was like he he the way he compared him, right? He's like, oh, you can go lift this thousand pound stone like one time, cool, whatever. Go who, who the and, fuck's but then lifting he, a thousand pound but then stone? He, but then he but in the Phil same Fister? but okay. then, but then in the but in the same breath, he talks about fucking. Getting on an elliptical, and that being harder, and I'm like, bro, ellipticals are for soccer moms at Planet Fitness. I wonder if he's like just nobody. Like, I wonder if he's just like plate, like being like a troll, and he's just like, yeah, well, babe, that's the what I wonder. Like the hardest thing ever, bro, because you got to be such a bitch to get on that fucking. He's like, thing. you definitely got to check your ego at the door yeah, to get yeah, on that. Which is why, again, yeah. I don't want to sit here and like kill right, the guy right. because I don't know what the full me- like I was saying. That's context of this weak. is. That's mentally weak. But there is a but there is a growing faction. Of, there is a large faction of people out there that do actually believe this. Now, don't get me wrong. Like bodybuilding to me is super easy, and I and I, I don't mean like in terms of like effort, but I mean just in terms of break like literally just break it down. All you're doing. Right is you're training, you're you're putting a muscle on your body through so much strain that you tear it, and then you go home and you feed it so that it builds back bigger. Mm-hmm. 
right? Like the science of bodybuilding is not that difficult. Like no. train hard, eat big, eat, done. Eat clean. Clean, right. Yes. Train hard, eat clean. Yes, you can eat clean. Yeah. You, you know what I mean? So that's all you really got to do. I, I mean, it's very simple if they, when you break it down to that. And it's not like strongman where there's like like strongman competitions or powerlifting competitions where you're like, okay, like you have a very, very, very serious mind over matter. Like, you know, when you're standing there doing like the pillars, mm-hmm. you know, and you're stretched out and you get the pillars on either side. You're just standing there holding them. The pillars looks fun, though. I, it's obviously. Yeah, it, it does until your shoulders start to separate. I know. Like, obviously, uh, obviously, I would not be fucking holding it for this much as long as uh, those but what guys. What was his name? Um, uh, the American the, dude. No, the big black dude from Britain. Oh, my God. What was his fucking name? The guy with the, the guy with the, got the one dreadlock ponytail. No, 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 no. Kai? Not Kai Green. You're talking about Kai, Kai, Kai Green. Green. No, I'm not talking about bodybuilding. I'm talking about strongman. Oh, yeah. oh, oh, the world's strongest man. Yeah. Uh, what was the big, the big black dude from? Not Flex Wheeler, but it, um, is it Max? Was his first name? Huge black dude from. I'm, Br- look, I'm doing. I'm from on. Britain. He's he's from the UK. He's, I don't know. Mark Felix. Mark Felix. Thank Uh-oh. you. That name sounds familiar. Yeah, I knew there was an X in there. It's him. Mark Felix, absolute animal. He did the pillars the other day. He set the world record for the pillars, like. At age like fifty something. Yeah, he was really? born in sixty six. Yeah, like holy shit, and set the world record for pillars, like the pillar hole. You know the outlet. Right. You know where you, you get the chains right. and on each side, and you just go to stand there and hold them. Right. It's grip strength. That's all it is. Just grip strength and forearm pump, and right. that's like all you're doing. And this dude sat there for like a minute sixteen or whatever it was. Way longer than that. Was a minute thirty six? Hold on, I'm loading it up right now. He it was two thousand nine. No, this is recent. Two thousand nineteen. Okay, and more. Okay, yeah, that's more. That's more recent. Yeah, that's nutty. Okay, yeah. Oh, wow, two thousand eight. That's right. four years. And ago it already. took him forty years of training to get to that point. You know what I'm saying? But like, he, but he built himself up to be able to just shut the pain off. Right. Because all the guys in that field have the strength and the ability to do it. It's what comes down to when you're doing it. Do you? How can you shut your brain off? Right. And just ignore what you're. Arms are telling you, your fingers are One telling minute you. and 27 seconds. One minute, 27. And it looked like when he finished, he looked like he kept going. He could have gone longer, but he was just like, fuck it. Like, why am I going to do this? To he was already, he already won. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So he already broke the record and everything. Right. right. So he, Mark Felix, he's, he's unbelievable. And he's been an OG for a long time now. Like, he's been around for a minute. But that's what kind of, like, boggled my mind about this take from this guy was that, like, people were sitting there talking about, like, oh, cardio is harder. Cardio's harder. And I'm like, and there was people that were latching on and saying, like, yeah, cardio is harder. Like, no, cardio's not harder. You just don't like doing it. Right. There's a difference. Like Right. That's what I mean by the mental weak aspect yeah, like, of it. You're 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 kind of a fucking you kind of come off as like a beta cuck. Right. Because it's like, yeah, like I don't listen, like when I was training to do uh to go to the state police and I was training for the run, and I went out every single day and I ran two miles, three miles. Whatever it was, and I ran to make sure that I was going to be able to hit that time for the mile and a half. Now, granted, I ended up missing it by 13 seconds. It was the best thing that ever happened to me. But, right. you know, I missed it by 13 seconds because I sandbagged it. I didn't really – I wasn't in the mood to push it that day. Yeah. I just didn't care. I was like, honestly, I don't even know if I want to be here right now. Right. And thank God I missed it by 13 seconds because if I hadn't, I probably would have gone through with that fucking academy. I'd probably be a state trooper, and I probably wouldn't be sitting here talking to you right now. And you probably fucking hate your life. And I, yeah, I probably fucking hate my. <laughs> I'd probably be fucking pissed off all the time. Yeah. I'm like, this fucking sucks. Meanwhile, and, and the, they they were like, oh, you can come back in seven days and try it again. 
and I was like, nah, nah, I don't, I don't feel like shaving again. Actually, yeah. <laughs> I don't want to be clean shaven for the rest of my life. And that was ultimately what ended up being the deciding factor of me not going back to the state police was I didn't want to be clean shaven for the rest of my life. Yeah, it blows. I just didn't want to do it. I don't like the way I look when I'm clean shaven. I don't like my fit. It breaks out. I look like I, I, I look fucking fat and bloated and retarded. Yeah. And I just wasn't about that life. No, fuck that. So I was all set. And that was ultimately the final, like, because I, I know I could have come back seven days later and pushed through the 13-second miss that I had. Right. Like, 13 seconds is nothing. It's literally like, okay, one corner, I'm not going to slow down. Right. All right, I'll just keep going. That's like sprinting the last 100 right. feet. Exactly. Like, I could definitely make up 13 seconds, no problem. I knew it. I knew it when I was doing it. And I was, like, intentionally, like, kind of sandbagging it. Because I really didn't want to pass. Right. In in my heart of hearts, I really didn't want it. Fuck so that, yeah. Anyway, but nonetheless, but the whole point is that I spent like, I think I got my postcard in August, late August, early September to report for the PT test in, in October. So I had like six to eight weeks, call it, tops right, yeah. to train to get ready for the run. And I went from like not even being able to be come close to the time. I think it was like thirteen thirty six for a mile and a half. I wasn't even close. I was like fifteen minutes. I was like a minute or two off the pace mm-hmm. to being like I was beating the pace by like ten twenty seconds on a regular basis. And that was just in in a quick month month and a half. So to condition your body to run and do cardio to me, it's like that's the easiest thing in the world. Now. 30,000 people finished the Boston Marathon back in April. Now, of those 30,000 people, go, let's see how many of them can bench 405. Zero. Let's see how many of them can squat 405. Zero. Let's see how many of them can deadlift 405. I wouldn't even take those exact things. Because they're not, the thing is, you're not, they're not built to do that. Right. Now, could I go finish the Boston Marathon? Absolutely. I absolutely could. Today, no. Right now, no, Me, I'm, absolutely not. I mean, I'm right now. I'm kind of buzzed. So no, but if you started training to do a run, but if I started in a year's time, you could absolutely run the Boston Marathon. Right at your size, no problem. Not at my size, no, no, I would but I'm lose saying, some like, well, weight. You would lose weight training, obviously. But right, because I wouldn't be weight training. I just right, be but training you, to you run don't a marathon. need to be some fucking Kenyan from fucking the North Hills up there where the air's so goddamn thin. They come down here and they run eighty fucking miles in two hours. And right, like, Jesus Christ, they're those like, people they're, they're are built like, for that shit. They're all like little Lance Armstrongs, yeah, just blood dope care. from birth. Whatever it is about Kenya, those people are just bred to fucking run. They just, that's what they do. It's what they do. Uh, let's get into a little bit of motorsports real quick before we get out of here. Yep. Tell me. Um, I don't know shit about motorsports this week. So I, I came close, came close on my bets again this week. I put, I, I bet Slick Willie, William Byron, I bet, I put 10 bucks on him to win. Would have got me like, I think, 100 bucks if he'd won it. You didn't bet on that melon farmer. I, you know, the last and, the, and here's the re, and here's the thing. I put two bets on Sunday for NASCAR. They were, they raced at Nashville under the lights Sunday night. Good track, great track, fun track. Three wide racing for the lead for like you know five, six, seven laps at a time. Like it was it was actually a, it was a fucking blast. Um, Truex ran really well. Obviously Ross Chastain ran really well. He won it. Uh, 
William Byron led some laps. The last two races at Nashville had been won by Hendrick drivers, Jason and Kyle Larson. Yeah. So I bet the other two Hendrick drivers that hadn't won it yet yeah, yeah. to win it. And one was obviously was Slick Willie, who yep. – didn't give me great odds, but ten bucks would have got me like a hundred bucks. But then I bet ten, I bet twenty bucks on Alex Bowman because it was the Ally Four Hundred. Ally Bank is his sponsor, and I was like, ah, this would kind of be nice, you know. You win the, you know, kind of win your win win the race that your sponsors, you know, sponsoring and so on and so forth. He was like plus thirty eight hundred. Now he got up to like I think fourth position or fifth position at one point, and I was like, oh. And then he ended up just kind of being like a fringe top 10 car for the most of the day. Slick Willie ended up finishing, I think, fourth or fifth. Uh, so I was close on both of them, but no cigar. Uh, next week is the Chicago road course. I don't know on Sunday. I don't know who I'm going to fucking put. I'm going to put 10 bucks on somebody. Probably Kyle Larson because he's just the best driver in the field. Like, he's just the actual best race car driver. He can drive right. any car in any place at any time and win. So I might just put it on him because other than that, like, I don't know, like last year, like, you know, you had Ross won, uh, you know, he won, he won Coda. And then you had, uh, what was it? Chris Busher or whatever it was when, when the fucking Indianapolis road course, like there was a bunch of different winners at road courses last year. So I got to go back and kind of do my homework, but I think I'm going to go Kyle Larson this week. I don't know what his odds are going to be. I know they're not going to be tremendously long, but road courses are tough. They're like super speedways. Yeah. Where guys that are really, really good at driving don't necessarily come out on top. You know what I'm saying? Like, you can have because they get collected in dumb shit. Yeah, right. So right. there's always, like, that guy that just sneaks through the chicane right. at the right time. Right. It's like Lucky is better than good. Yeah, exactly. Lucky is better than good, especially when you go into a Chicago road course that the IndyCar drivers got absolutely chewed up and spit out by. Yeah. And they're used to running on road courses every right, week right. for the most part. And now you've got cup car guys who are going to the Chicago road course, which is a street course. It's not... This isn't a track. This is a street through the streets of Chicago. So this is not like a um, this is not a, like a, a prefab road course that has you know there's nope there's going to be you know manhole covers and divots and potholes and inadequate in inadequacies throughout, and it's going to be weird. It's going to be very weird. It's the first time NASCAR has ever run on a street course, so this is going to be fun. So I'm looking forward to it. That being said, who I'm going to bet on, I don't fucking know yet. I am. This one's got me, for the first time all year, I'm at a loss. Now, in two weeks, we won't be here next week because obviously we won't be here Tuesday because it's the 4th of July. But the following week, July 9th, is the night race at Atlanta, which is a super speedway, which I will, I'll post up who I'm going to pick uh, probably sometime towards the end of the week, uh, who I'm betting on. But that's a super speedway. That's one where you go and you take a guy who's like plus 3,500 and just hope for the best. Throw a bean on him and hope for the best. Because if you do, it's a big payday. But it's it's like Daytona and Talladega now. Who's, who's the number 30 car? I don't think there is a 30. Fuck. Who's number 34? That would be... Is that Gilliland? David Gilliland? No. Go. Michael McDowell. All right. I'm throwing money on him. 
I don't know. I just picked another number 34. There you go. Now you got it because you just get it. Uh, you know what? Michael McDowell, he's won a Daytona 500 before on Shut a very up. similar. Uh, shit, shit, you not. On a similar course in a similar way. So number 34. Yep. Uh, but yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll talk a little bit about that uh, the following week. But I'll post it up on the Row 1 Seat 1 Facebook page. Be sure to give us a like and a follow on that. Uh, formula, we got the Austrian Grand Prix yep, Sunday morning. Should be good. Yep. Should be fun. I mean, obviously, Maxi Waxy's going to walk away with it, barring any unforeseen mechanical failures. He's just, dude, Red Bull, I don't know. what. Do you see all the bullshit that's coming out, though, with Red Bull? No. What and all the, the, like, the, the undercarriage. No. The, no. Oh. All the, the car design shit. No, no, no. The salary cap thing, like, that's whatever. Like, everybody's oh, I like. I thought they always bitch about him. Yeah, that. that's just no, like. No, I didn't see that the was, That was design. like, that's gamesmanship by Total right. Wolf, like, just trying to get under their skin. Right. But, like, the way that they're, uh, what the fuck is the part of the car? It's like there's there's uh, the side, not the side skirt. The monocue. But no, the, the, the portion of the car that, like, they're using a different aerodynamic than everybody else, and, like, every time a car gets lifted up, like, on the track, everybody's, like, click, 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 taking a million pictures, like, trying to figure out, like, what the fuck Red Bull is doing so much better than everybody else. Right, right, right. So it's, like, it's like seriously, it's, like, Cold War espionage in Formula One right now. Yeah. Because in Formula One, it's not like NASCAR where it's, like, here's your car, here's the limits, here's the limits that you have. Now, let the driver go drive it and be the best. Formula One, they're like, build your own car from the ground up. Here's the minimum requirements you're going to meet. And everybody's like, all right. But there's some really fucked up minimal requirements. And some really weird, fucked up. Yeah, there's some weird rules. shit. We they don't have enough. Way into we would have to, we, it would take three shows for us to go so through how, the Formula like, One rulebook. How much better is this Red Bull car than other cars right now? Well, I mean, Max Verstappen. They are is a curb stomping prodigy. the fuck out of everybody right now. Like speed to the, or to the point, like yes. everything. They they have they're winning races. They they got the speed. They're winning the races. It's so bad. It's to the point where the other drivers like are celebrating second place like they won. Yeah, they do that all the fucking time. F one. Right, I know, like, but basically, but Fernando Alonso, who is a former world champion, right. who's now driving for Aston Martin, came over to Aston Martin this year, and he's like, "Yeah, man, second place. This is fucking great." He's like, "You know, I don't think we don't we don't got shit for the Red Bull cars, but you know." Second, if we can finish second place all year, this yeah. is great. Yeah, I heard some weird shit about Fernando Alonso. Oh, some weird conspiracy theory shit. Oh, you you gotta get off TikTok. Dude. I know, dude. It's so bad. <laughs> you gotta get off your fucking TikToks. I know, I know. I'll tell you later, but it's not really. It's just stupid. But it's no. I was watching a couple things about Max Verstappen, and there was a driving coach that was basically like breaking down everything. From his, like, they were taking some view from the rear of the car, like, the rear cockpit, like, over his shoulder. And they basically, Max has his car set up right on the, like, it's it's so dangerously loose mm-hmm. with steering and shit like that. But only, like, the guy was saying, like, the way the wheel dances through a corner and he's feathering the steering as he's sliding, like, he's going through, the, it's like, you can't teach that shit. You know what I'm saying? No, it's he's like, like a Jedi Knight. Dude. Yeah, the feel in his intuition and what he has, he says, is like fucking insane yeah, compared well, to everybody else. Again, there's a reason why there's only 20 men in the world right. that are capable of driving Formula One cars right. on a week-to-week basis, and only about, what, six of them, seven of them are actually worth their weight in salt? The yeah. other, the other twelve yeah. to thirteen are just there for. They're just cannon fodder. It's like you're just. There's like yeah, six you're or good. seven since like the eighties. 
You know what I'm saying? Like like Rosberg, um, Nicky Lauda, like those guys, and then you get up yeah. to like like then you get up to like um, uh, Vettel and Schumacher and Senna, and then like Hamilton. Now you're up to that era because Hamilton's been around for a long time now. There's maybe like 15 to 12 guys in the history of Formula F1 that have ever been like something to talk about that good you know what i'm saying right and well like, i mean like yeah but you i mean you had kimmy you had like you you mean you had guys that did that did a lot during their time when they were in the sport but the sport right. is the formula one i mean if you go back and look at a formula one car from 2008 oh man to now they laugh they don't like, look i can't believe we were doing they're that like, they don't look anything like what no, they look like now and if, and if you go back to like even go back to like 92 and look at what what Senna like you know what I mean Aaron Senna was, was Aaron Senna was probably the single greatest race car driver to ever grace the face of the earth yeah especially in when it comes to wet weather racing there was nobody and I mean nobody that could do in an eleven hundred horsepower car right. what Senna could do in the rain like that man in the rain could make that car run laps that were on par with dry dry track conditions right. yeah, yeah. he was unfucking believable and it goes back to what you were saying about verstappen the way that those cars dance and that thing moves and the what, what how old's max right now 26 4 24 that shit fades fast right those reflexes fade fast unfortunately they go yeah and that's when you start to see then then he becomes lewis hamilton right you know and now he's driving he is and now he's, now he's on experience you know now he's driving on experience he's got a great team he's got great experience yeah but all of a sudden the next max verstappen starts creeping up the next yeah. child phenom Those i mean these guys reflexes these shit, guys dude. have the reflexes of fighter pilots like that is what they are on par with right. like they if you took a formula one driver and an f-18 fight uh pilot from the Blue Angels, right. and you put them in a in a in a test to test how their yeah. their reflexes and their their they're cognitive ability. The one flies, one's on the ground. Yeah, well, they're they're the exact same thing. <laughs> they're both fighter jets. Like, one's on the ground, one's in the air. Yeah, <laughs> like that's how fucking quick and fast these guys. I mean, think about it. At two hundred and thirty miles an hour, how fast do you need? What how quick do your reflexes need to be to react to something happening in front of you that went from two hundred thirty miles an hour to one hundred thirty miles an hour yeah. in a in a matter of what? 300 yards, yeah. so maybe. Wait, so to bring this full circle, you're telling me that one of these young bucks would have been a better captain on the Ocean Gate than, okay, too Absolutely. soon. <laughs> yeah, I'm glad he All didn't right. go. You know, Sean, <laughs> I can't even fathom. Full circle. I can't even fathom how you could make that joke at a time like this. I'm going right to hell. Okay. I don't, I don't, it hits deep in the hearts of I'm telling of you. you know, and, and three minutes after the show ends, I'm going to be like, ah, I was fucked. No, no. <laughs> Honestly, Sean, that's you know, how I feel about all those jokes. We could lately. dive really deep into the psychology of this thing, but I think once we got there, most people would crack under the pressure. Like I was, Damn, gonna, like I was gonna say way earlier in the show, the biggest tragedy about the Ocean Gate thing was that poor nineteen-year-old kid doesn't get to live like a ball and lifestyle as a nineteen-year-old billionaire's son. Yeah. Also, liquefied guts. Yep. Jesus, man. That kid doesn't get to be like, Daddy, I want a Koenigsegg. You I know don't what I mean? under... Right. And, and be like, okay, son, here you are. And he's like, fuck yeah, I'm going to go get my boys and we'll get some bitches and some... Right. I mean, I mean the, at least... At least you know, at let's at take least... the private jet over to fucking wherever <laughs> I mean, this weekend. What a tragic ending for a billionaire's son, right? A 19-year-old billionaire's son. He didn't get to die in a multi-million dollar fucking Bugatti coked out of his mind with right. some fucking like high rent right. hooker in the passenger yep. seat. My, no, he died in a fucking me. cold, lonely tube yep. with his dad on Father's yeah, Day. With a bunch of dudes. With a bunch of dudes. 
under the sea. Old dudes. Old dudes. To do what? Would he could have gone on? I assume he probably has access to an insanely nice PC at yeah. home. Big and he could have just yeah. gone down and been like, uh, hey, you know what, Dad? I'm actually going to take this uh, Encarta 96 and I'm going to go explore the Titanic like this. Yeah, pretty you know, much. Yeah. Uh, have fun. Yeah. Uh, I'll be here. This Am monitor's I... got great picture because it's going to be the same monitor we're yeah. looking at on the fucking sub. I got these three Russian hookers coming over in a little bit. Uh, do you mind if I just hang back? Yeah. You know, like... Meanwhile, the wife's over there popping sleeping pills, drinking mimosas all day. Fucking popping sleeping yeah. pills. Yeah, she's like, fucking sitting there. I got don't a couple of Chardonnays. Yeah, I know. Listen, yeah. man. Don't knock mimosas. I cannot wait for Sunday. Champagne Sundays, baby. I, th- I thought Sunday was canceled. Ish. It's okay. on. No, it's, it's not canceled. Ice. It's on ice. Okay. Sunday's on ice. We might punt the Tuesday. Okay. Yeah. Might punt the Tuesday. We don't know. Weather permitting. I'm, listen, I'm not doing an indoor cookout. You know what's funny? I said, shit sucks. I said, ah, uh, Tuesday. Mm-hmm. My wife was like, you go to work the next day anyway. And I was like, ah, touche. Yeah, right. That's what, that's what <laughs> I, I said. In my uh, mind, I was like, fuck. Yeah, and she's like, like, oh, well, you do it Sunday. Everybody's going to work Monday anyway. If yeah. we do it Sunday, and then she's like, well, if we do it Tuesday, it was like, everybody's going to work Wednesday. So it's well, like, well, our wives talk, and I was like, and I did that. I was like, ah, that's a good point. Yeah. <laughs> I just continued on with my life. Fair is fair. But uh, all right, we'll leave it there. I will post my picks for the Chicago Road Course and the Atlanta don't night let, race. Don't let me forget to bet <clears throat> that guy, number 34. For, Mike for, McDowell. Yeah, for whatever Mike race. McDowell. Yep. Uh, for Atlanta. That's what, that's that, when, what day is it? The ninth? That's the 9th, Ju- okay. July 9th. I'll remind you. Don't worry. Okay. We'll be in touch. Uh, but anyway, give us a like and a follow. Row one, seat one on Facebook. We will be back. Uh, hopefully, when we get back from this little two-week vacation, I will have everything ready and up and running. We will be Football. live on YouTube, yeah, uh, as well as Facebook. So and Pornhub. We'll have. Oh, dude! I'll totally <laughs> Don't <live>. you dare! <laughs> I would totally live on Pornhub. Some guy on there is like, "What the fuck, fuck is, is this?" Yeah. <laughs> right? He's like. He's oh. like, actually, you know what? I needed a break. <laughs> <laughs> he takes his hand out, and he's like, hmm. Uh-huh. He's like, I don't know who these guys are. You know, I'm sore. I need a break right now. But you know what? This was refreshing. Yeah. He opened the gator. refreshing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right. Uh, for Joey Fads Radio, Row 1, Seat 1, New Bedford Guide, thank you all for joining us. We appreciate you. Give us a like and a follow. We'll be back in uh, three weeks' time, so we'll be back, whatever, uh, July 18th. I believe is the Tuesday. Uh, we're going to take our little summer break. We'll be back in time for the kickoff of training camp. Hopefully, D Hop will be a Patriot by then for all y'all's Please. sake. Not for my sake, but for all y'all's because I really just want something to talk about but, in New England. I, I want New England because you know what? It's funny because it sucks, but I knew this was going to happen. New England fans are such fucking bitches that as soon as the team was like became mediocre, they were all like, yeah, whatever, man. What about the Red Sox and the Bruins anyway? I don't oh. give, what about the Celtics, man? I don't give a shit about the Patriots. Fuck the Patriots. Tom Brady's gone. I don't give a shit. Uh, 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 uh. Just like we predicted they always would because they're little whiny-ass cunts. I'm so, so I really hope y'all get D-Hop because I really want you know some of your more vocal idiots to come back out of the woodwork no, and give please. me something to do. No, please. Because I'm, it's I'm, just been too quiet. My I'm Facebook trying to feed get is tickets too now. quiet. I'm trying, to, I'm trying to go to some games. I saw the, I showed you guys the stadium today. It was beautiful. It does. The renovations look sick. That fucking tower is gigantic. I mean, we're going to have to go back. Now, I, now it's like, all right, now I'm going to have to go back to Gillette to see a game. Yeah, of course. I don't mind. Well, they're doing... Um, they, they, I do. they They stole the idea from the Cowboys. They're going to have like a beer... And uh, beer fucking, garden? No, no, no. We're the tunnel where the Patriots. Yeah, walk. yeah, yeah. 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 It's, a beer, like it's a beer. It's a beer garden where they're gonna yeah. be able to like sit there and be like, "Hey, what's up, boys? Like, cool." 
Yo, D-Hop. Yo, D-Hop. He's like, fuck you. I'm going to sit down there in the opposing team's jersey, just like Stone, <laughs> Stone Cold Steve Austin, and like, like really aggressive with the arm all the way yeah. out into the like, like, and, and get it, like, get it way up like this. Like, you know what I mean? Like old school, just like, and like, like it hurts the hand to do yeah. it. A full extension, yeah. Yeah, get the full extension on it. So, all right. Uh, we'll be back in uh, two weeks. Thank you all for joining us. Have a great, glorious 4th of July. Happy Light off all day. the fireworks, smoke all the meats, grill all the burgers, drink all the beer. Yingling, of course, no Bud Light allowed. Uh, but we will talk to you in two weeks. Appreciate y'all. And, uh, yeah, have a great night. Joey Fast Radio, Peace. 116. One. Peace.